Blog Talk Radio. Thank 
rain. Praise the Lord that we're hearing all those noises. I apologize. Thank you, Lord, Lord Jesus. Please make this program sound better. Please, Lord Jesus, hallelujah. Restore their sounds, Lord. How your people are like in tonight, Lord Jesus. Lord, enable them to listen and be blessed. In the name of Jesus, that your word will be a blessing to them, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray, O oh God, O oh Lord. Help your people, Lord, to be blessed. Help your people to receive their blessing. In Jesus' name we pray. Please, mighty Lord, mighty God, in Jesus' name, Yeshua name, Jehoshua name, oh yes, Lord, how your people to be blessed tonight with the word, Lord Jesus, how your people, Lord, to log in, we pray in Jesus' name, mighty Lord, send trillions of trillions of warriors in your kingdom, Lord. For your people to lock in, Lord Jesus, and then be minister and be blessed in the name of Jesus. In the name of Yeshua, in the name of Jehoshua, Lord, we ask that you will glorify yourself in Jesus' name, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. That you will bless your people, Lord. Please, Lord, bless your people, Lord Jesus. Bless your bride, Lord. Please bless your people, Lord, tonight. In Jesus' name, minister, Lord. According to the need, Lord, of your people, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, Lord, we pray, Lord God. Please, mighty Lord. Please, mighty Jesus. In Jesus' name, Lord, we pray. We ask you, Lord, to glorify yourself, Lord, among your people, Lord. Help your people, Lord, to listen and be blessed, Lord. In Jesus' name, Yeshua name, Jehoshaphat, I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I apologize, my brothers and sisters, for the noise. Praise the Lord. It might be the rain. Again, praise the Lord. But I want to go ahead and begin a Bible study that I know is going to be a blessing. And it's going to help you and the Lord to, to go up to the next level. Thank you, Jesus. I, I can see people having a problem logging in tonight. Thank you, Lord. But we, we pray that the Lord will help them to log in. And they will be able to log in tonight. In Jesus' name, the Lord can make all things possible. Because all things are possible with the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to go ahead and begin the Bible study. People can always go back and, and listen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Um, praise you, Lord. The Apostle Paul. Thank you, Jesus. The Apostle Paul says in, in, in 1 Corinthians 12, verse 1. Now, concerning the spirit of gift, brethren, brothers, I would, have, I would not have you be ignorant. And being ignorant is, is lack of knowledge. Again, what the God word said about knowledge, my people perish for lack of knowledge. And the spiritual knowledge being more important than anything else. Praise your Lord. But I'm gonna go ahead and share Praise your Lord, the word of God, thank you, Jesus. You can always go back and listen and be blessed. I know this message is gonna help you to go to the 
uh, next level in the Lord. The Lord is well help you. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. So we're going to talk about the gift, the importance of the gifts. Thank you, Lord. There are so many gifts, salvation, grace, eternal life is a gift. All these are gifts and much more. And I haven't even gotten into First Corinthians 12 just to tell you about all the other the nine gifts. There's so many gifts in the Word of God. Thank you, Jesus. A lot of them, most of them, the Lord has to show them to us. If I go into the Word of God, into the Bible, in Bible Gateway, and I type, type in gifts, you're going to see hundreds, maybe thousands of gifts. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, God. There are so many gifts in the Word of God. Thank you, Lord. And we have not explored all of them. Now, one Bible gave me 67, another one gave me 49 gifts in the Word of God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Abraham, being a, a type of God, gave gifts. God gave gifts. Jesus said, said it this way, if we be in evil, know how to, we know how to go get gifts. Know how to go get gifts. How much your Father in heaven will give the Holy Spirit to them that ask. That is so important. The Holy Spirit is a gift, brothers and sisters. The Holy Spirit, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, is a gift from God. There are so many gifts in the Word of God. Thank you, Jesus. As in Luke eleven thirteen, if ye then be an evil, know how to give good gift unto your children. How much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? That Holy Spirit is such a powerful gift. Thank you, Lord. You, there are such a thing as an anointing from the Holy Spirit, but the gift, uh, some people are lacking the gift. You may want and ask for the gift of the Holy Spirit. It is such a blessing. When I heard about it over 20 years ago, I began to ask for the Holy Spirit until the Lord gave it to me. And what, what, a, what a difference that it made in my life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. And so it is such a blessing to have the Holy Spirit in our life. Thank you, Lord. And I will encourage you tonight, today, for you to seek the Holy Spirit from God, because God will give it to you. Thank you, Lord. God will give you the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Again, the Apostle Paul said, Now, concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, brothers, I will not have you be ignorant. I will not have you knowledge of, in other words, brothers and sisters, I will not have you lack knowledge of it. And that's exactly what's happening in the church today. The lack of knowledge of the gift of the Spirit, brothers and sisters. Praise you, Lord, and, and thank you, Jesus. Praise you, God. It is so important to pray for the gifts of the Spirit. Thank you, Lord. I have a, a study uh, in, in this study, Phyllis, I'm going to call Philip's gifts, or the gift of Philip's, a brother Philip, one of the Jesus' disciples. I want to focus on Philip alone, because another night I can focus on Peter. But the 12 disciples had different gifts, and Philip had a gift that has been such a blessing to many of God's people, of God's children. And I want to go into this gift because the Lord confirmed this gift to me in such a special way. And before I begin to share my testimony, 
about the Phillips gift, brothers and sisters. I want to read to you who was who was Phillips and who he, who he became to be in the Lord. In Matthew 10, 3, it says, Philip Bartholomew, Thomas, Matthew, the tax collector, James, Arthur, Arthur and Fidel's, Fidel's. John 1, 43 and 44 said, Jesus called Phyllis and Nathanael. The next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee. There he met Phyllis, who was from Bethsaida, the town of Andrew Peter, where Andrew and Peter lived. Jesus said to Phyllis, follow me. One word, brothers and sisters, was said to Phyllis, follow me. Thank you, Jesus. It's one word that God will give to us that will change our life. You may be expecting for God to do all these things in order for your life to change. No, one word. Follow me, change the life of Philip. From there and on, Philip was a different man for the rest of his life. Thank you, Jesus. John 1.45. Then Philip went to, to find Nathanael and said, We have found him whom Moses, who are Moses in the Bible. Also, the prophets speak Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. You notice by now that, that Philip knew the word of God. Philip knew the Bible. Philip knew God's promise to his people of Israel, brothers and sisters, because he himself was an Israelite. Thank you, Jesus. And, and so he was given such a privilege to follow Jesus. It is such a blessing for us to follow Jesus. Remember that. John 1, 40 said, nothing ever asked. Do can anything good come out of Nazareth? Come and see, says Philip. Nothing else criticized the message. Philip said, come and see. Because God is going to show the world, <coughs> excuse me, and anybody else that he is serious. And his promise are going to come to pass. Thank you, Jesus. John 148, nothing else asked, how do you know me? Jesus answered him. I know that you when you were under the fig tree before Phyllis called you. He knows, Jesus knows us, brothers and sisters, before anyone spoke to us about Jesus. Before he sent a messenger to our life, he already knew us. He already knew us, brothers and sisters. Remember that. Because he said, you did not chose me, but I chose you. And that is a privilege. John says, so when Jesus saw many people coming toward him, he asked Philip, where can we buy food for all these people? There began God's test on Philip. Most of the things you're going, that are going, that are happening in your life right now are tests. And you may be questioning, why are you going through what you're going through? It is simple. It is a simple test. It may not feel like a simple test. It may not feel like a simple test. But because to, with God, all things are possible. God is simply putting your life through a simple test because there's something great that is going to happen afterwards that God is going to make happen in your life if you endure your tests and your trials. John 6, 7. Philip answered, Lord, working 100 days would win enough money to give some bread to so many people. After, after Jesus pointed these 5,000 people that were hungry and asked Philip, Although testing Philip, Philip said, Lord, not even working a hundred hours a day will fill these people. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, God. 
John 12, 21. Then went to a son called Galileo to, to see Philip, one of Jesus' disciples, and said, Sir, we will see Jesus, Philip, who was from Bethsaida. John 14, Philip said unto him, Lord, show us the Father. That's all we need. In this Bible study that Jesus was given, our Lord and Rabbi, our Master, our God, Jesus Christ, was given this Bible study. And Philip told his emotion to ask Jesus to show him the Father. It was so emotional to him. It was so touching in his life that he could not hold himself to ask the Lord to show him the Father. But Jesus is so loving and so caring. Knew in how Philip felt. John 14, hallelujah. 9, Jesus answered, Philip, long time since I am with you now, and you still do not know me. He who has seen me has seen the Father also. Why do I say, let us see the Father? Why do you say, let us see, let us see the Father? Why, Philip, why would you ask such a thing? If you've seen the works that my father is doing to me, in other words, Jesus is saying to, to Philip, if you're seeing the work of God, how dare you ask this question? Praise the Lord. But again, the Lord, the Lord hallelujah, understand our situation. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God is so awesome. Thank you, Jesus. And ask one name. After Jesus had this encounter, or Philip had this encounter with Jesus, he fully understood the Lord. He got his revelation that he was looking for in his walk with God. And in Acts 1, it says, Philip in Samaria. However, those who have fled the city of Jerusalem were preaching the good news of salvation in the places through which they passed. Now, Philip in Samaria, like the rest of the disciples, was up and down, left and right, preaching the gospel of the good news of Christ. He finally had come into ministry. He had understood the calling of God. Now, finally, he had walked with the Holy Spirit. He had understood, practically, the revelation of God to a level that few today in the churches understand. The pastor may understand 10% of what Philip understood out of the word of God. It is so sad how the knowledge of God, hallelujah, is not up there like it should. Thank you, Lord. It should be this way. Acts 1, 8, Philip, 8, 5, so Philip went to the city of Samaria, and there began talking about Jesus, the Messiah. Philip was one of the seven helpers in the church. He was committed to the cause of the gospel of Christ. Brothers and sisters, was preaching the true gospel of Christ. But not only with just with words, but with the evidence of the power of God in his life. Brothers and sisters, what is missing today about the gospel of Christ? But I'm going to share with you what Jesus has shown me about his power being in his servants and how he can use people. Brothers and sisters, with power. It is to God, there's no limitation. God has no limitation. All things are possible with God. Thank you, Jesus. Acts 8-7, many who came to see him were evil, had, uh, had evil spirits. 
Mafele expelled them. He rebuked them. And the spirit came screaming, left screaming. And at least many lame paralyzed started to walk. Many got healed. As Peter began to minister in those different places. Acts 8, 12. But Philip came and announced the good news of the kingdom of God. He talked about Jesus, the Messiah. And everyone in Samaria believed it. And so Philip baptized many men and women. And Simon also believed Philip's message. And Philip baptized him. And Simon was amazed at the miracles and wonder that Philip made, which never left him. Oh, I thank you, Jesus. Thou Philip, man of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I have so much doubt and unbelief before. Now it's walking in the true power of God. In the wonder. Act 8.46. Philip in Antiochia, official. The eunuch. The eunuch, hallelujah. The eunuch, hallelujah. The angel of the Lord appeared to Philip and said, Get ready to cross the desert, the wilderness, and go to the south of the road of Jerusalem to Gaza City. And Philip obeyed on the way. He met a very important man, a eunuch. Because he was an officer of treasure in the queen of Ethiopia. This official had gone to Jerusalem to worship God and now returned to his country. The eunuch was sitting on the chariot, reading the prophet Isaiah. Then the spirit of God told him, go to the carriage and walk with him. Philip ran to catch the coach, the carriage. When he was near, he heard that the official, the eunuch, was reading the prophet Isaiah. Then he asked, do you understand what you're reading? Philip asked, brothers and sisters, the eunuch. And the official of the temple replied, how can I understand unless someone explains it to me? Then says the official, he then the official invited Philip to come up to the carriage and sit beside him. Oh, I thank you, Jesus. The official, the officer, asked Philip, tell me, please, is the prophet talking about himself or someone else? Philip, starting from the message from, from, from Isaiah, he explained the good news about Jesus. Then the officer commanded the chariot down with Philip into the water, and Philip baptized him. But when the, they emerged from the water, the spirit of the Lord snatched Philip. He took him away. Although the official, I, the official never saw him. The unit never saw him again. He continued his journey very happy. Then Philip appeared in the city of Ashta and went to the city of Cilicia. In every town that passed through preaching the good news about Jesus. We see here the Holy Spirit, the power of God. Taking Philip from one place to one city, from hundreds of miles away, maybe hundreds, I could be even less, but miles away in one snatch, brothers and sisters. I call this the gift of Philip, brothers and sisters. Brothers and sisters, I have some, as I read this many years ago, many times, I wonder of the gift of Philip. Thank you, Lord. And I heard testimony of men of God that have traveled from the United States to Europe and just in a simple snatch away, as the word says. And and these ministers had other people join them in the room. And together, as they went to evangelize other countries, 
the Lord and the power and the gift of the power, God, snatch him away altogether. Thank you, Lord. So as I begin to hear this testimony and all these things, I'm always, I'm always seeking truth. I read the word. I seek confirmation. I seek revelation. I seek understanding. I always want the Lord to confirm these things to me because a lot of things you hear are stories. But which of those are true? Unless God can confirm them to you. I saw the Lord that I, I, I wanted to meet someone like this. And the Lord spoke to this man who had the gift of Philip, who had been traveling for a while this way. And I, back in Massachusetts, I remember, Christ the life, I prayed and said, the Lord, the Lord brought this man to my life. The Lord spoke to him to come to me. And he came, and I met him, saw this man in front of me, and he began to speak to me. I have so much questions to ask him, because again, as the Lord gives you this Bible privilege, brothers and sisters, you have so many questions. Praise the Lord. But remember that all glory goes to Jesus. All glory goes to God. The Lord brought this man to my life, so I will meet him. And I will learn from him the secret to him having this gift of Philip, brothers and sisters. I don't know what Philip read in the Bible about this gift. It could have been about Elisha. We know Elisha commanded fire from heaven, and fire came down in the time of Elisha, the prophet. Enoch was translated. Enoch was taken from earth to heaven, and Elisha was taken from earth to heaven. We see, we see mighty miracle in the word of God down through the hand of Elisha and Elisha the prophet. Mighty things God did through them. Those who given the life, praying for the life of children, and they came back to life. Praying for the sick to be healed, and they got healed. Praise the Lord. Elisha brought fire from heaven like three times, brothers and sisters, and destroyed, many, and destroyed three, two or three armies. And that was mighty, brothers and sisters. Praise the Lord. It's a man, this man that are used by God this way. I usually think of there just all in the old time of Christ or before. But we we forget that the Word of God teaches us that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That God He created time. Time doesn't hold him back or limit him at all. Because He created it. Time cannot limit him. So the Lord gave me the privilege to meet this man. He noticed I have many questions to ask him. And he began to, to share with me the testimony of how God began to use him mightily. And the power of God, praise the Lord, and the fullness of the Lord, and the power of Jesus. And the Lord began to use him this way and take him to different places for his glory, because it is all for his glory. Then as I met this man, I also asked the Lord that I wanted more. He told me I saw him moving in front of me in the power of God, and he had the presence of God all over him. I know it was of God. But also the Lord gave me the privilege to meet another man who God was using him even more mightier than him in the power of God. And just as Philip was moving in the power of the Holy Spirit from town 
to town, from city to city, to the end of the world, as Jesus said. It was in the power of God. It was a natural way from one city to another. Uh, this man would go into a room with, with, with his bag in his hand and appear in Europe from the United States. Brothers and sisters, it is hard to believe there are many this way being used today, but they are. I have met people that are flowing in the power of God this day today, brothers and sisters. And I want to encourage you to believe. I want you to encourage you to pray. I want to encourage you to ask, brothers and sisters. It's what I want to encourage you. Let me tell you what the Word of God says about these gifts. Brothers and sisters. Oh, God, is so awesome. The Apostle Paul says in 1 Corinthians 12, Concerning the spirits of people, I will hand out you ignorance. Again, thank you, Jesus. And verse 4, he said, Now there are diversity of gifts, but the spirit is the same. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 7, But the manifestation of the spirit is given to every man to profit with all, to be a blessing, in other words. Verse 11, And all these things work of the self-same spirit, distributed to every man, Severely, as he will. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God, is so awesome. Thank you, Jesus. In Romans 11.29, we read. Romans 11.29, we read. So they are unrevocable gifts in the calling of God. Unrevocable gifts is unreversed. Oh, on the, the word unrevocable to be uh, not be, it will not change. It will not reverse. It's, it is final. And I, this one word, immutable, is another word, final binding. Permanent. I like the word permanent. When God gives you a gift, it will be permanently yours. It will be permanently in your life. It will not be removed. It will, God will not take it away from you. The devil can never take it away neither from your life. A gift. That's what Romans eleven twenty nine says, brothers and sisters. You need to hear this. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I know uh Romans one eleven says this. For I love to see for some spirit to give so that they need to be established. Paul says to the brothers and sisters in Romans one eleven that they can be established through spiritual gifts. Spiritual gifts establish your life in Christ. Thank you, Lord. It will establish you. Another word. In Roman 1, for I long to see you, another translation, for some spiritual gifts, that ye may be consolidated. In another word, another meaning to that establishment, for I long to see you for some spiritual gifts, that you may be strength, a gift of strength. Romans one eleven says that you you can receive. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. Brothers and sisters, a gift that will give you strength. Don't we need that gift today? Don't you feel tired? But I was talking to the Lord three days ago now about these gifts. And one of the things that I know that Paul says that how much the brethren have grown in the Lord. They have they grown as a gift. It takes time for you to grow in the gift. 
So I, I was kind of frustrated when I heard that you need, when I learned from the word that you need time to go and to grow and to give. And then what the Lord revealed to me is, he says, I, because I said, Lord, these men that walk in the fullness of the gift, the Lord says, yes, they did. They walk in the fullness, the Lord revealed to me of the gift. But it, it was I that did it. And I can also do it in you and anyone that asks, that believe it asks. I said, what, Lord? The Lord, yes, said, yes. I can grow the gift as I did to them. I can do with you also. I can grow the gift. And I said, oh, wow. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. The enemy don't want this message out. But it's not what he wants. It's what the Lord wants. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. That's why people are having problems logging in. To listen, but the Lord is good. The Lord is good. Lord, help your people to lock in tonight. In Jesus' name. The gift can give you strength, brothers and sisters. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And again, the word permanent. Hallelujah. Now, Jesus, as he said, he can grow the gift to the fullness. Ephesians 1.23 says this, which is, which is the body of the fullness of him who fill all and all. Who is that? Jesus Christ. Which is the fullness of the body of him who fills all and all. That is only Jesus Christ, as he told me, that he can do it. He can grow the gift to the fullness. Ephesians 4 saying, he, he who has the sin in the same also, also that is sin above all the heavens to fill all things. It is Jesus Christ, brothers and sisters. As he said to me, he can fill, fulfill, he can make them full in time. Power, the power of God. Feeling, moving the power of God. These men moving the power of God. The bride is lacking the power of God today. To be moving in the power of God this way. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Psalm 16:11 says, this, Show me the battle life, and your presence is fullness of joy in your right hand. All comes from Jesus, brothers and sisters. Psalm 50, 12. If we were hungry, if I were hungry, God is saying, I will not tell you. For mine is the world in the fullness. He is the one that fills everything. Isaiah 66, 11. To nourish and be satisfied with the breath of a full consolation, that you may drink and be delighted with the fullness of his glory. Talking about the Lord. The fullness of his glory. Thank you, Lord. The fullness of his glory. Thank you, Jesus. John 1.16. From his fullness we receive, we have received, we all receive grace upon grace. Exodus 29.43. There I will appoint with the children of Israel in the place to be sanctified by my glory. His glory is his fullness. When he fills us, he fills us to use us mightily. For us to flow in the fullness of the gift, brothers and sisters. Number 1619. Correct God, they're all the multitude against them unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. 
And the glory of the Lord appear unto all the congregation. The glory came. When the Lord come, his glory come. His fullness come. Number 1642. And when the congregation were gathered against Moses, against Aaron, then they turned their face toward the tabernacle of the congregation. Behold, the cloud covered and the glory of the Lord appeared. That glory, brothers and sisters, there is so much missed. Hallelujah. We need the fullness of his glory. And as the Lord gives us the gift, he brings the fullness of the glory, the fullness of him and the, the gift. He can do that, brothers and sisters. Number 626. Then Moses and Aaron went to the assembly unto the door and the tabernacle of the congregation fell upon their faces, and the glory of the Lord appeared unto them. So that the priest could not stand to minister because of the cloud for the glory of the Lord that filled the house of the Lord. There you go. They could not minister. Why? Because when Jesus ministered, men are not allowed to minister. Repeat it again. When the Lord ministered, men are not allowed to minister. That's what happened there. They got they got dressed, they got prepared, they might have all their all their notes ready to minister. But the presence of the Lord came and filled everything and they could not stand to minister. Oh, that is so powerful. When the Lord ministers, men cannot minister. I thank you, Jesus. That's what that's what we need today. First King eight eleven, listen to this temple. So that the priest could not stand to minister. Because the cloud of the glory of the Lord have filled the house of the Lord. They cannot even stand. They cannot even bend their legs to stand. Because the Lord was ministering, brothers and sisters. First Chronicles sixteen twenty four. Declare his glory among the nation, his wonderful work among the other people. Yes, Lord. So that the priest could not stand to minister again. I think of another confirmation. Because of the cloud for the glory of the Lord have filled the house of God. Psalm twenty four says, Lift up your head, ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting door. The king of glory shall come in. Remember that hallelujah, I'm at the door and I knock. Well open the door. He brings the glory to your to your heart, to your own life. Open the door of your heart because you'll bring his glory in it. Thank you, Jesus. Open your heart to the Lord. Ask him to come and bring his glory in. So he shall come in. To the door and the king of glory shall come in. Say, King of glory, come in into my life. And bring your glory. Thank you, Jesus. Matthew 24. Who is the king of glory? The Lord strong, the mighty, even the Lord mighty in battle. The Lord mighty in battle. When he comes into your life, he knows how much you're struggling in your battle against the enemy. He will give you the victory because he's mighty in battle. Your battle. After this message, the Lord's going to bring me to the, to the next level. The next level he's going to bring you. Because he's mighty in battle. I thank you, Jesus. Psalm 24 says, I lift up your head, ye gate. Lift up yourself, ye everlasting door. The king of glory shall come in. Every door that has been made has been made for the king of glory to come in. Open the door of your house. Open the door of your heart to him. And he will come in and change your life. Thank you, Jesus. Psalm 24 says, Who is the king of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the king of glory. Salah. 
Psalm 29, 3. The voice of the Lord is upon the water. The God of the glory maketh it thunder. The Lord is upon the great waters. It is the Lord, it is the Lord, it is the Lord. Psalm 45, 4. And prosper with thy glory right upon the word of truth and the meekness and the righteousness so that thy right hand to teach thee terrible things. Jesus wants to teach us things that are terrible. Why are they terrible? They are terrible because many are not teaching them. They're new. New. And they're so powerful that will terrify his enemy. But it will be a blessing to us. It will be a blessing to us. That's terrible thing. 49, 16 Psalm. Be now not afraid when one is made rich, when the glory of his hour is increased. They bring the blessing that will make you rich. First, when the glory comes, thank the Lord. Psalm 57, 5. Exalt thyself, O God, above the heavens. Let thy glory be upon all the earth. Yes. Psalm 62, 7, and God is my salvation and my glory, the rock of my strength. God is my truth. Look how David said he is the rock of my strength. Strength being a gift according to Romans 1, 11. It is a gift strength. Jesus is, when Jesus gives you the gift, he gives you, his, he gives you in the fullness of the gift his strength. What Philip was moving on in the, in the, in the fullness of the gift in the fullness of the gift. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hey, that's so awesome. Psalm 63, 2. Thus behold thee in the sanctuary, when I behold thy power and thy glory. The power of God is available to God's people. He will not hide his power from us. Praise the Lord. He wants to use us with power. Thank you, Jesus. But it began in the sanctuary. The sanctuary, it is the altar. It is, it is, you are the temple. The sanctuary is within your heart. If your heart is pure, according to Matthew 5, 8, you will see God. But you will see him in the sanctuary in your heart. Hallelujah. Psalm 71, 8. Let my mouth be filled with thy praise and with thy glory every day. When is it? How many, how many times? Every week, every month, every Every day, every Sunday. No, God says every day. He wants to be in our life every day, not just every Sunday or every other Sunday. It's every day, brothers and sisters. He wants to be in our life. Let my mouth be filled with thy praise and with thy glory every day. Oh, I thank you, Jesus. The Lord is so awesome. I hope God is speaking to your life through this message. Psalm 72, 19. Blessed be his glorious name forever, and let all the earth be filled with his glory. So so be it, even so be it. Hallelujah. Yes, amen, amen, says the word of God. As you are filled with his glory, God says amen, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, the Lord is so awesome. Thank you, Jesus. Praise 73, uh, 24, Psalm. Thou will Guide me by the by thy counsel. Afterward, receive me to glory. Yes, that is so true. Psalm seventy nine nine. Help us, O God, of our salvation. For the glory of thy name, deliver us. Be merciful unto our sin, for thy name's sake. Amen. Psalm eighty four eleven. For the Lord God is the Son. 
Are you listening? I share the revelation when Father revealed to me that Jesus is the sun that is in the cloud. He is the morning star, the sun that comes out every day. Here it is in Psalm 84:11. Oh, everything is in the word of God, Jesus said to me. Everything is in my word, he said, and many needs to know. For the Lord God is the sun. S-U-N, not sun, but sun. And she unto us, the Lord will give grace and glory, and no good thing will behold from them that walk uprightly. You walk uprightly. You walk in righteousness with the Lord, in holiness with the Lord. The Lord will now behold from you anything. He will release them to your life. He will bless you with his blessing. I thank you, Jesus. How he will hold nothing from your life. Psalm 85, 9. Surely his salvation is near to them that fear him. The glory may dwell in our land. It is the word of God that his fullness, his glory, will dwell in the land. Why does sin be not a fact today? Because of the disobedience and sin. But one can enjoy this. One can walk in his power. Thank you, Jesus. Psalm 89, 17. For thou art the glory of the glory and the strength. And by thy favor our horn should be exalted. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Psalm 90, 90 16. Lay thy work be seen toward thy servant. And the glory upon the children. Thank you, Lord. Psalm 96, 3. Declare his, his glory among the nations. And his wonders among all the people. His wonder is what his people will see. It's what people are looking for from the church. But if we're not walking in the fullness of the gift, they will not see the wonder. Thank you, Jesus. My people perish for lack of knowledge. Psalm 96, hallelujah. Six, strength and glory are before him. Power and beauty are in his sanctuary. Strength and glory are before him, yes. Psalm 96, 7. Give unto the Lord, ye family of the of the people, give unto the Lord glory and power. Yes, glorify it. Give unto the Lord the glory of his name. Bring offering and enter into his court. Enter into his court, as the Lord says to me. Those that are accusing you, those demons that are coming, you accusing them, the accusing of the brethren, you can also accuse them, the Lord told me. Here it is in Psalm 96. Give glory unto the Lord in his name. Bring an offering. And enter into his court. You also can enter into the court. Why are you going to enter into the court according to Psalm 96 8? To accuse those that are accusing you. They they are the accuser. But you are the defendant. You have the right to say, Look what the devil is doing to me, oh God. Punish him for that. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord told me we could do it. And it's in his word. Psalm 97 says, I haven't declared the righteousness. And all the people see his glory, yes. Confound the all that serve graven image. And the glory of idol, worship, worship him, O ye God. Then the heathen should fear the name of the Lord and all the kings of the earth, thy glory. When the Lord shall build Zion, it shall appear his glory. God wants to manifest his glory on the earth. His glory was missing. And when his glory comes, everything changes, brothers and sisters. Everything will change when he brings his glory, his power, when his power appears. Thank you, Jesus. 
Praise the Lord. Psalm 104.11. Excellent Psalm. Praise God for the creation of the world. The governance are the, are the same by the, his marvelous evidence. Whereby the prophet pray against the wicked who are on occasion the God minister is blessing my soul. Praise the Lord, O Lord, my God. In the sitting grace, how I clothe with glory and honor. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Psalm 104.31. Glory be to the Lord forever. Let the Lord rejoice in his work. That I may see the, the facility of, of thy chosen, felicity of thy chosen, and, and rejoice in the joy of thy people and the glory with thy inheritance. Whatever God promised to us, we will inherit his promise. Psalm 106.20, they turn the glory into the multitude of bullocks they eat in grass. Save us, O Lord, Psalm 106.47, O Lord God, and gather us from among the heathen, that we may praise thy holy name and glory and I pray, yes, Lord. The Lord is so good. He loves us so much. He wants us to walk in the fullness of the gift of us. That's what the Lord wants. That we, his people, will walk in the fullness of the gift. He will give us the gift. And once we receive it, they are irrevocable. No one can take it away, not devil. They will be a shield to our protection. They will be a permanent strength in our lives. They will be permanent and strength also to our lives. We need that, brothers and sisters. We need these gifts. There's so many gifts in the Bible starting. And if you don't see them, ask the Lord to show them to you. Praise the Lord, because the Lord will not fail to show you his mighty work, his mighty end. Praise the Lord, to show you these gifts. We need to learn about them, brothers and sisters. First Corinthians only mentioned, brothers and sisters, Thank you, Jesus. Only mention, thank you, Lord, nine. But there's so many more. There's so many other gifts that I mentioned in the Word of God. God, hallelujah, wants to reveal to us all the gifts, hallelujah. Ephesians 4, he said, therefore, he said, when he ascended on high, he let captivity captive and gave, and gave gift unto men. He took captivity captive, everything that was holding people captive, sin was one of them, the devil, the demon, the principal. There's so many things that hold people captive. Jesus took all these things captive to give us the gift. Because the gift, in order for us to go to the fullness of the gift, we must be free. And the Lord wants to set us free. He took captivity captive. He let captivity captive and give gift unto man. Thank you, Jesus. So it's so important to the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hebrews 2, 4. God also bearing the witness both with sign and wonder and with divine miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost according to his own will. He has given people through Jesus Christ, brothers and sisters, so many gifts. Hallelujah. So they can flow in the fullness of the gift under the power of God. But not many are today. Not many are. God have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hebrews 5 1. For every high priest taken from among men is ordained for men and all things pertaining to God, that he may offer gifts and sacrifice for sin. That was in regarding to, 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 the, to, the, to the gift of sacrifice. See, we know how to give gifts, but God also knows how to give gifts, better, better gifts. Hallelujah. Then we pray, we be free of an animal sacrifice, but God can give us, hallelujah. 
Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hebrew 11.4. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than King, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testified of his gift by it, by it he being there, yes, speaker. Can you believe this? That Abel had a gift, and the gift was to offer the right sacrifice. He knew how to offer the right sacrifice to God because of the gift he had, brothers and sisters. It was a gift Abel had. How many times have you heard that in the teaching? That Abel had this, this gift. Oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. I can't, I'm going to read it. Hebrew 11, 4. But he said, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. So the gift makes you, helps you do more excellent things for God. It's what the gift, that's what this pastor explained in one of his Bible studies that I heard, G.G. Avila. That would, would you be more excellent for God with the gift, more excellent work with the gift. Abel gave more excellent sacrifice, which he obtained witness of he, that he was righteous. God testified of his gifts. It was a gift. Hallelujah. He had being dead and speaking. Thank you, Lord. You may say, Father, the sacrifice he offered was a gift, brother. Yes. Thank you, Lord. But knowing how to offer it, how did he know how to offer it? Thank you, Lord. How did he know how to offer the sacrifice? You see? See what I'm saying? Thank you, Lord. You can lay hand by faith and God can heal some. But if you have the gift, you can do more excellent works. Are you getting it now? Oh, I thank you, Lord. It's all in the Word. The Lord has to reveal it to us. It's all in His Word. Thank you, Jesus. The sacrifice was a gift, but the excellency, hallelujah, was the ability, the gift He had to be able to do it better. Thank you, Lord. That's what the gift does in our life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. The devil knows about these gifts. He doesn't want, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. He knows, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Again, Matthew 7 11. And ye then be an evil. Know how to do a good gift unto your children. Look how they compare the gift you give to God to the gift God gives to you. Look how Jesus compares. The gift you give to God to the gift God gives to you. Praise the Lord. You give good gift to your children so they will not lack what they need. You, you give them clothing. You give them food. You may give them a car after they get older. You, you pay for their, for their university. You help your children with all you can as a parent. You, do all, you give them all these good gifts, brothers and sisters. You help them. You counsel them. You give them good gifts. Now look what Jesus said. If she then being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children. How much more to your father who is again and will give you good things to them that ask him. Hallelujah. And he I said in, in, in another in another teaching, he says, Know how much your father will give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him. The gift of the Holy Spirit. God has so much gift available for his children that he wants to give to them, brothers and sisters, because he loves them. He loves them. 
Jesus took activity captive so he can give men gifts. Why? So they can more excellent serve God. They more excellent can do the work of God. The gift of Stephen gave Stephen the ability to travel from one city to another without taking a train, without taking a carriage back then, without riding a horse, without taking a plane if you want to look at it today or a car. But back then it was only carriage and horses. He didn't have to get in a horse, which was very uncomfortable. And if he didn't know how to ride a horse, forget it, even more messy. Brothers and sisters. But God knew that we need to travel to go evangelize. And Stephen moved into the power of God and went from one city to another and evangelized. Peter had a different gift. There was a shadow of Peter. When he walked by the sick, they will be healed. What a mighty gift that was. Although I love more the gift of Stephen Phillips, I'm sorry. The gift of Phillips. The, the gift of Peter, Simon Peter, was powerful too. Each of the disciples had a gift from God to do the work of God. But it was so hard, they, they had to walk under the fullness of the gift. Our Paul said to the province, how much it had grown. And as I was talking to the Lord, Lord, that was take time. And the Lord says, no, I can make it happen. I can bring it to the fullness if we ask him. Brothers and sisters, we need to ask the Lord to do this in our life. Bring our gifts to the fullness because there's no time. We know there's no time. The Lord knows there's no time. Those gifts that the Lord given to us and that he wants to give to us. I had asked him this past week to give me gifts. He gave me more than five gifts. I believe it was close to ten gifts or ten or more. Gifts he gave me in one prayer that I did with the Lord in an hour and a half, maybe two hours, brothers and sisters. He began to release his gift into my life. Thank you, Lord. And I was so, I was like, wow. Because these are things you don't learn. He has to teach you, brothers and sisters. And we, we, uh, we will travel. I will travel in the gift of, of Stephen. It was spoken to me or it was confirmed to me that I will travel in the gift of Stephen. That this has been given to me. And that will be given to many other people who, who may ask the gift of Stephen, brothers and sisters. So you don't have to take a train. You don't have to take a bus. You don't have to take a plane. You can travel like Stephen from one city to another, from one state to another, from one country to another, practically in a blink of an eye. Thank you, Lord. You don't need to wait under the the, the, the bride of Christ to glorify. You, you don't, don't need to because this, this man that I'm in is already traveling in the gift of Stephen. Thank you, Lord, from one place to another. You don't need to wait. All things with one thing. One, I, yeah, I think it was the first one that said to me, all things are possible with, with, with God, Brother Elvis. And I have kept that in my heart, all things are possible with God. You hear me saying that so, so many times. We need to believe it. We need to pray. We need to ask. Brothers and sisters, I met Phillips, Phillips, but I met a brother four years ago who had the same gift of Phillips who traveled in the now from one, from one nation to another. And someone told me another brother from the U.S. who traveled from the U.S. to Europe from his room. He packed his bag and he goes and travels and appears over there, brothers and sisters, practically in the blink of an eye. There are people traveling in these gifts. There are people moving in the fullness of the gift now that we are not moving in the fullness of the gift. 
troubles need to. We need to, brothers and sisters. We serve the same God. We serve the same Lord. We need to ask. We need to ask. Praise the Lord. I hope, Lord Jesus, that some of the people have received this and that you can help your people come to the next level. Lord, please help your people, Lord Jesus, come to the next level with you, Lord, and learn from you and ask you, Lord, because you can make all things possible, Lord Jesus, in their life. Please, Lord, make it all possible. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Love Talk Radio.
for the pioneer For those who will go ahead
Well, shalom, shalom, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the Lord Tower. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. God is so good. He is so wonderful. Hallelujah. I believe we're going to have a great program. Hope everyone hear me fine there. Hallelujah. I have Sister Amy on the line, and I want to welcome her to the Lord Tower. Hey, Brother LV. God bless you, brothers and sisters. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, thank you, Sister Amy, for being here tonight. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. We have in here for news on Sunday. <laughs> Hallelujah. And so um, I've been hearing good things about your program on Sunday, Sister Amy. Praise God, hallelujah. God is so good, hallelujah. And um, how you, sister, are keeping everyone up to date with what is going on in Israel and around the world. Hallelujah. Um, I, I received an email, I, I, yeah, I believe it was from you, Sister Amy, about Netanyahu and, and um, Vladimir Putin uh, from, from, from Russia. Brother Chance had sent that out. Okay, all right. And how the um, the the president of Russia has said to to Netanyahu that uh, they should not attack um, Syria because uh, I know they have interest in Syria and and they want the interest to be protected for sure. And so praise Jesus, Hallelujah. Um, that is that that is um, a new that 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 makes people scare a little. Because this war in Israel is about to start, and everyone is wondering from where it's going to start. Who's going to start it? Is it Israel or the enemy? And so we know that the uh, the president of Iran, Netanyahu, has said that uh, that he has sent troops to Syria, to the president of Syria, to to help them out, to pro- help them out to be protected from their enemy. And so he sent over, what, 23,000 soldiers to Syria, well-armed soldiers, hallelujah, are in Syria with the president of Syria. And so they were investigating that if Israel would involve in this attack, which they were not sure, they would consider it a, a terrorist attack. And so now it's getting messy, hallelujah, because uh, Russia seems to... Uh, um, to stand with, with, with Iran and Syria. And so uh, China also standing with Iran. They had, the president of China has said publicly they have great, great interest in Iran. And so they, they, they have, he has said publicly they will, they will protect their interests. If it comes to be, they will protect their interests. So that means China is saying publicly they are willing to go against the United States and in, in Israel if they have to, hallelujah. And so it's getting like it sounds like nuclear weapon will be going off any time. Yeah. And so it's making a lot of people real nervous. But again, people, we, we need to focus on Jesus. We need to pray about all these things, hallelujah. Pray Jesus. We know uh, Russia got nuclear weapon too in the standing with Syria. And, and they have told the president here, that that they 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 want to protect their interests in Syria, for the United States to keep their hands off Syria, Hallelujah. But we we have not seen uh, Russia reacted to Israel, uh, just in the way uh, President Putin talked to Netanyahu, which uh, um, right now I know Israel has said Netanyahu has said that 
or some of the leader of the IDF, that they will protect their interests. Hallelujah. They will protect themselves, their own people. And they're not going to allow nuclear weapons to get into the hand of Hezbollah. Hallelujah. Which is a terrorist organization. Hallelujah. Uh, near Israel. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So something is going to set all this off. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, uh, last night, the Lord has has shown me some some other things in the millennium, which I'm going to share tonight. I want to go ahead and go into the Word of God, and then, hallelujah, uh, praise Jesus, hallelujah. Go ahead and share the dream that I have. I know it's going to make a lot of people very happy. Praise Jesus, hallelujah, because I see most of all the people here from the Lord's Hour and more in the millennium, hallelujah. And, and and it was so it was so beautiful, hallelujah, how it was shown to me how I seen everyone there. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. I will share more a little later, hallelujah, but it will make a lot of people happy. I you know, we never know, we know in part, like the Lord says to me, we you know in part. We don't know we don't know everything, we don't see the whole picture, only God does. And so we just have to trust him, believe him, seek him. Hallelujah, and, and God is in control. The Lord Jesus Christ is in control, hallelujah. And so we just need to trust God, hallelujah, that he is in control and nothing will happen to his people. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. And so let's go into the word because the Lord gives us, the word of God gives us so much hope. Hallelujah. Now, when we talk about the millennium, I have said before that when you go through the Bible, you read that it says, in that day or on that day, Hallelujah, which is it, 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 it's talking about the millennium specifically, and I can show it to you uh, with just one verse. Hallelujah, so you know. Because, again, the Apostle Peter said in chapter 3 of Peter, Second Peter, that a day to the Lord like a thousand years, and a thousand years like a day. So when the prophet says a day, it, it, it's, it's speaking of a, a specific day. Now, even when it talks about the, the tribulation, it talks about that day. Or in the Bible, when it talks about the rapture, it talks about that day, before that day comes. Hallelujah. So here it says, And that day declare the Lord, You will call me my husband, you will no longer call me my master. But that sounds like the millennium, where Jesus will be in Jerusalem, he will be our husband. Amen. Hallelujah. That's why we're going to the wedding celebration to heaven. We're coming back. Hallelujah. So that, that's beautifully said there in Hosea 2.16. Hallelujah. Thank you, Zechariah 3.9 says, See the stone I have set in front of Joshua. There are seven eyes on, on that one. Stone I will engrave in, in inscriptions, and it says the Lord Almighty, and I will remove the sin of this land in a single day. In a single day he will remove the sin, hallelujah, of his people. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Well, uh, 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 Israel needs to be forgiven, we, we have been forgiven, hallelujah, but Israel also needs to be forgiven. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Zechariah 3.10 said, In that day each, each of you will invite your neighbor to sit under your vine and fig tree, declares the Lord Almighty. Hallelujah. That's the day when we're going to have total peace. Hallelujah. We're going to be in total peace in that day. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. When we can come and invite our neighbor, hallelujah, because we... we, we we, the Almighty is in con complete control, as, I, as I've been shown in previous night. The God is in complete control in the millennium. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. As, um, 
Let me go ahead and, and okay. 410 said, uh, Who dare to despite that they are small things, says, since the, the seven eyes that the Lord raised throughout the earth will rejoice when they see the chosen capstone in the hand of Sabovel. Hallelujah. Zechariah 8.23 says, In that day, this is what the Almighty says, In those, in, in those days, ten people uh, from all language and nation will take firm hold of a Jew by, by him in the rope and say, Let us go with you, because we are heard that God is with you. Of course, Jesus will be in Jerusalem. Hallelujah. And so they will know, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. No, I didn't know about that, Sister Wolitsky. And so, hallelujah. Uh, and so, because, hallelujah, in that day, the Lord Jesus will be in Jerusalem, hallelujah. Everyone who has to, wants to go to Jerusalem, for, for sure. Isaiah 10 to 1, he says, In that day, the remnant of Israel, the survivor of Jacob, will no longer rely on him, who struck them down, but will, re, will truly rely on the Lord, the Holy One of Israel. Yeah, because he's in Jerusalem. Hallelujah. In, in that, hallelujah, it's going to be wonderful for us. Praise Jesus, hallelujah, for everyone. Hallelujah. Everyone will depend on God. No more going to men. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Isaiah 11.10 says, And that day the ruler Jesse will stand as a banner for the people, the nation will, will, will rely up to him, and his resting place will be glorious. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Hallelujah. Jerusalem is going to be glorious, uh, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Why? Because Jesus will be there. Hallelujah. The Lord Jesus will be in total control of everything. Hallelujah. He will be reigning there. Isaiah 27, 13, And that day great trumpet will sound. Those who were perishing in the Assyria, those who were in the Sinai, will come and worship the Lord in the holy mountain of Jerusalem. Hallelujah. That, that is a day to come. That is a day to come. Hallelujah. It's not that way now. But that day, that thousand year, is coming. Hallelujah. Where Israel will really rest in peace. Hallelujah. Isaiah 28, 5 said, And that day the Lord Almighty will be glorious, a glorious crown, a beautiful rest for the remnant of his people. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. That, you know, God has great plan. For his people Israel and for the church of Jesus Christ. Us his adopted sons and daughters. He has great plan. And he wants to give us a day of rest. A day of rest. A thousand year of rest. Where we all can learn from him. Now let me share some of the things I was seeing last night. I, I was taken into this large building. My goodness. I don't know if I've ever seen a building so big like this one. Hallelujah. But what it was in there, there was a class going on, teaching. And so when I walked in there last night, hallelujah, uh, I, I, I was walking, and I, and I saw this light, like thousands and thousands of people sitting, just learning of God, learning uh, His Word, learning about God. Hallelujah. And so when I walked in there, I usually do this. I went around the back and sat in the back just to listen. But the teacher noticed that I was there. He knew me somehow. And so he, he invited me to come to the front of the class to say, to say hi to everyone. And again, I'm shy. And so, but I still went walk to the front of the crowd, all shy, 
Hallelujah. And, and when I got in the front and I looked back to the thousands and thousands of people, hallelujah, I seen faces and people that I know. Now everyone seems familiar to me. And I'm like, oh, man, I can recognize people. These, these, are, these are the people from the Lord Tower. These are the people that i know for many years now. Hallelujah. A lot of the people that I talk to. Hallelujah. And the Lord's Tower is in Spanish. The Lord's Tower is in English. And I'm, and I'm seeing all these people. And I could recognize some of the faces that I've seen in the picture, either in the email, Gmail, Facebook, uh, and many other, many other ways, uh, YouTube. Hallelujah. And I could recognize them. Hallelujah. Yes, everyone looks wonderful for sure. Hallelujah. And so I went down the line, and I started shaking the hand of the people. I, so I got close to them, and I, got it. I was shaking their hand and looking at them, and I could recognize everyone here from the Lord Tower. Amen. And I'm like, oh, man. Then, then the teacher said, uh, El, the teacher said, Elvie did not know how God was using him hallelujah, to bring people into the kingdom, to bring people together, to bring family together, the teacher was saying. I'm like, oh, boy, oh, boy. So it was revealed to me that, that the Lord had used me, hallelujah, to, to bring all these, a lot of people to the Lord, but also a lot of, a lot of, a lot of people together in the Lord. It, and it was revealed to me last night, Hallelujah! That the people the Lord had brought us together, Hallelujah! We, we will we will be great friends in the millennium, Amen. Hallelujah! We will know each other, and 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 we will. God had this purpose to bring us together. It was God's purpose. It was not not not. It was not something that I wanted to do. To do, it was God that had this plan to bring us together. And so God used me as a magnet. Well, he's a magnet. I know magnet. Hallelujah. To put us together because he has to do everything. I, you know, we're only servants of the Lord. We never know, hallelujah, the plan of God. But I, it, it was revealed to me that we were all put together with a purpose. And, and the teacher said, uh, uh, literally all we know that, that God was putting them together because uh, he, he was getting... Uh, them ready to use them, okay? And, and so God, in this revival, he's going to use most other people here that are seeking him, that are serving him, hallelujah, mightily. And, and they, will be, they will be remembered by how God is going to use them, even in the millennium, hallelujah. You will, you will be known on how you serve God, hallelujah, how God used you to bring other people to him. And to put us together, hallelujah. And so the purpose of us coming, being together here and everything the Lord is doing, hallelujah, praise Jesus, hallelujah, the, 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 what was revealed to me that God was raising people in the past, like now, to put us together because he, he has great plans for us, for each and one of us. And just like the Lord says to me last year, I mean, 2011, before 2012, right by the end of 2011, when he wanted me to open this program, he was said, he, he says to me, I will bring people, my people, that, that I want to take home. So, I, you know, I, I, I just listened to what the Lord was saying to me. I believed him. 
I would, I would just be an obedient. When he told me to go ahead, and he said for me not to worry about anything, he would, he would, do, he would do the rest. And so that's what the Lord had done. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. But I didn't know. Well, the Lord did tell me he will, he will use, he was using me over here to get people ready, so, so he could use them. And so uh, most of the people here that I know, the Lord is going to use them mightily. Hallelujah. Because they have humbled themselves and have seek the Lord. Unless you are seeking the Lord, you will not be here. I can tell you that. Hallelujah. You will not be here. We will not be together. Because the Lord said, I will bring my people. Hallelujah. To get them ready to take them home. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And so he's been preparing us together. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And he's been, and, and all the people that had just listened and all that, he showed me a lot of them, too, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. A lot of people at home that don't come in the chat room that are listening to us, I could see them. And as I walked to them, I shook their hand, and I'm like, oh, man, I was so happy to meet them face-to-face. Hallelujah. And, 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 and the teacher was also someone that I knew. He came and gave me a hug, and I was shocked <laughs> and that this revelation of God was being revealed to me. Hallelujah, because you, we don't know. We just know in part. We just know in part. And we don't know, hallelujah, what God is, is, is really doing. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. But he's revealing it to us pieces by pieces. And now we're beginning to understand, hallelujah, praise Jesus, hallelujah, what he's doing and how glorious this, this will be. For, everything is for his glory. Hallelujah. Um, I know that... that uh, um, Someone, uh, someone left me a message today. He said, the rapture is going to be closer than what you believe will be. And who said these words to me back in December? Jesus said those words to me. Jesus says to me, the rapture will be sooner than what you think it will be. Just like that, looking at me, he said those words to me. And now today, those same words were said to me through someone else. Can you believe that? Hallelujah. And so, um, again... Uh, the Lord has said sooner than what we think, what we're thinking, hallelujah. And so I said to the people, I don't know what we're thinking. Everyone got a different mind, hallelujah. But, yes, this rapture is very close, brothers and sisters. Yes, this revival has to come. It has to come to pass, for sure. But uh, um, I believe the revival is not going to be a long revival. I know only the Lord knows everything. Time, he's holding, God is holding time right now. And again, when, when I was taken to heaven and I seen the Father, he had in his left hand a trumpet. On his right hand, he had the revival. Hallelujah. The revival. Hallelujah. And so what I want to say is, the Father says to me, hallelujah, um, um, the, the trumpet cannot go to his right hand until the revival come to pass. So whatever thing on his right hand, that's what God is going to do. You never read about the left hand of God in the Bible. All you read it about is about God's right hand. You can look it up. Look it up in the Bible. You never read about God's left hand. You always read about his right hand. Hallelujah. Jesus is sitting at the right hand of the Father. Hallelujah. You can find that all over the Bible. But now... Praise Jesus, Hallelujah! You never read about his left hand. So the the left hand, whatever his plan is, has to go to his right hand, 
And so because we know just about the right hand of God, whatever's on his right hand, that's what God is going to do. And what's, what's on his right hand was the revival. Hallelujah. The rapture was on his left hand. In another word, whatever's on his right hand has to come to pass first. Amen. But I don't think this revival will be too long. And not that the Lord had confirmed my word to me today, hallelujah, because I was wondering, Lord, uh, man, praise the Lord, hallelujah. You know, I was sharing with a brother, I said, look, when, when I was taken to 2014, and I was shown that the tribulation was starting in 2013, I saw the date, I saw the date, 2014, hallelujah, because someone was saying to me, you need to be careful with dates, you know, because you you got to look how it was. Was it summer, winter, whatever, and all that? Hallelujah. Do you really saw the, the day? It's a question someone was saying to me, and I said, look, I've I seen the day, okay, that the tribulation had already started 2014, okay? Praise Jesus, hallelujah. But, you know, in regard to the month, I mean, it has started before that. In regard to what people were telling me there, praise Jesus, hallelujah. And because someone was telling me, you know, be careful with they, don't set up they nothing, because the Lord can hold this revival for a long time. And I said, I don't think this revival is going to be a long time. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Because the Lord had told us that time had run out in regard to the rapture. So I don't think that if, you know, the Lord had said, you know, like he, this sister was writing to me from Chicago. She said, she saw, I don't know how long ago she said, a month ago, two months ago, she saw the, she saw the clock in the spirit, and, and it said 12.20, she said. 12.20. Someone has seen it like 12.40, I think it is, or 12.35 now. Hallelujah. So, what I say is, hallelujah, that if the clock is at 12.35 or 12.45, the clock in the spirit is advancing. It's moving forward. It's not going to hit 1 o'clock a.m. until we're out of here. That's what it means. It's not going to hit 1 o'clock a.m. until we're out of here. So that means time is short. It's just short. You know, so you got to see it this way because that's the way the Lord is showing it to us. Hallelujah. So I believe, what do you believe, Sister Amy? I believe you're right, Brother LV. And, you know, um, I was just having this conversation with uh, Sarah. Um, it was on, I believe, Sunday night. Um and and she has also seen the same thing you have, Brother Elvie, and and she says she, she you know that she didn't seem to think it was going to be a long time, but this revival um, would happen before the rapture. Amen. Amen. I will I would like to 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 invite Sarah here to the Lord's Tower and see what she had to say. I want to ask her a few questions mm-hmm. and see what she would have to say about. Um, I mean, what the Lord is telling her and what the Lord is showing her. Amen. Praise Jesus, hallelujah, because we seen last time, a couple of days ago, when I was taken in the millennium, when I was taken to see the Lord Jesus Christ, I believe this time was in heaven, because I seen Jesus, how Daniel saw him in Daniel chapter 10, in case anyone wants to go and look at it. You know, I see that that shining, that shining, uh, Oh, I can't remember right now. But he looked all shining. He, he, I seen Jesus this way, okay? And he would, he would dress to come and pick up his bride already, okay? He would dress 
to to go out, hallelujah, and, and confront the enemy. Hallelujah. Like Sister Sarah said at one time that the Lord went and rebuked Satan because the Lord is about to do this revival, and he's not going to allow Satan to come and ruin it for him. He's not going to come. He's not going to allow Satan to come and ruin it for him. So Satan is very mad because the Lord is planning to save 2.5 billion souls. Wow. And so the devil don't want to hear that. He don't want to hear that. No. Very mad. That the Lord, I saw Jesus ordering his angel to be in charge of state, city, hallelujah, and nations. Yeah. Hallelujah. He was ordering this, ordering this angel. And so this brother was telling me, that these are new angels, the one that I saw. I didn't know that they were new, but he said, these are new angels, because the Lord had revealed this to him too, that are coming down to the earth for the first time to do this task for the Lord. He's a very powerful angel. Hallelujah. So that means the Lord is not going to allow the foolishness of Satan to go out there and try to deceive his little one, because he, he, this revival will be for him to save 2.5 billion souls on earth. Before the, the trumpet sound. Hallelujah. And so that's the plan of God. That is the plan of God. And, and, and the Lord is in control. And the devil's not going to stop him. And the Lord is not going to allow the devil to go out in his foolishness to try to deceive the people while he's saving them. He has specific plan to save these people. Now, we, we are part of that blessing. Hallelujah. God is going to use us while this revival is going on. This is a world why revival? Very short revival. And it's, it will come out on television. Hallelujah. It will come out on television. People will hear this. This movement of God on television. How people are seeing God moving the church like never before. People in the street, people everywhere will be used mightily. But it's very short. Hallelujah. I believe it's very short. For what the Lord, I'm, I'm determining this from what the Lord has shown me. Hallelujah. Now, someone else heard two weeks, the number 14. Hallelujah. Someone was telling me, he said, Brother Elvi, I don't know if, if it's 14 weeks, 14 months, or 14 days for this revival. He heard for the revival the number 14. Now, when I looked up the number 14, it took me to the time of Esther, Esther when the Jewish people was celebrating their freedom, a great, great celebration on the 14th day in the book of Esther. Hallelujah. And so that means it was a great celebration. It's, the Lord has said to people before through words and prophecy and revelation that the times of Esther is coming soon. Talking about the revival. Okay, the time of Esther, the time of the celebration. Hallelujah. The time of the revival. A second day. This is another word the Lord has used. A second day of Pentecost is coming. Amen. Hallelujah for the earth. Hallelujah for the people on the earth. So that, 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 that's talking about the revival. Hallelujah. And that's coming. That's coming. And, and, and he's going to use those that have, that have humbled themselves to him in a mighty, in a mighty way. And so I was told by the Lord that I was chosen to be used in this revival. Hallelujah. And that the people the Lord was bringing to the Lord's Tower, he was going to prepare them and get, get them ready to be used in the revival too. 
Hallelujah. But now what was shown to me, as the Lord was speaking to me, the, an angel was, was there, hallelujah, from the Lord, and he was showing me how the Lord had been in, was imparting gifts to the people, hallelujah, gifts of the Holy Spirit to the people, for them to be used mightily. Now we've seen that here in the Lord's Tower. We've seen the Lord imparting gifts to his people. Hallelujah. There are people that have gifts that they're still not even using those gifts. Gifts of a sermon, gifts of tongue, many gifts. The Lord have imparted to people, and, and they're still not going to the Lord for those gifts. You need to go to the Lord, hallelujah, and flow on these gifts. It's very important, because that's what was being shown to me in the, in, the, in the millennium. Hallelujah. Very, very important, hallelujah, that, that we are used, hallelujah, and the gifts that have been given to us, hallelujah. See, the Holy, the Holy Spirit imparts these gifts into your life, and it's because the Lord wants to use them. These gifts are mighty, mighty, hallelujah, against the stronghold of Satan. Hallelujah. Let it be a prophecy, a discernment, a wisdom, science, and there's so many gifts, hallelujah. And, and, and uh, uh, 1 Corinthians 12, you need to go in there and read them and research these gifts. I have spoken about these gifts, hallelujah, in another service. Go and, and, and research these gifts of the Spirit and ask the Lord to give you witness of what gifts you have. Hallelujah. And ask the Lord to give you wisdom about it and to use you through these gifts. Hallelujah. Because you are being prepared, hallelujah, by the Lord to be used in this revival. And you want to be flowing on those gifts, Holy Spirit. You want the Lord to be using you through these gifts when this revival comes. Hallelujah. Mightily. Let it be the gift of faith, the gift of healing, the gift of miracle. These gifts are powerful. Hallelujah. You, you, you know, I, 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 I used to pray for people, and the Lord will heal them once in a while. I noticed that. But once I heard about the gift, I heard this pastor talking about the gifts of miracle, how powerful that gift was. And usually when the Lord uses you praying with his gifts, he will heal people mightily. Hallelujah. And so I went in prayer to the Lord years ago. I said, Lord, please give me these gifts. Please, Lord Jesus, hallelujah, give, give me the impart this gift into my life so you will use me for this gift, Lord. And I noticed at one time after the Lord said he had given me the gift, I went to pray for someone. And I noticed how powerfully this anointing came out, and this person got healed instantly. And I was like, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. That pastor was right. That gift, that gift of miracle is, 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 is powerful, like the gift of healing. You know, there was this young, this young man in the church, hallelujah, that I used to go to, hallelujah, that, that he, he was always sitting. He wanted to do something for God. And so the Lord led me to pray for him so he would be imparted a gift of healing. And, and he got that gift, and he went and prayed for this girl who could not walk for, for years. And the Lord healed her completely, and then she could walk, and he was so excited. He had so much joy on him. And I said, I, and I said look, you have been given the gift of, of healing. Hallelujah. Go and, and, and lay hand on people. Claim healing over people, because the Lord will do that. Hallelujah. He will use you through that gift. But that's one thing in the church, that people are not seeking God to, for God to use them through these gifts that are very powerful, very, very powerful. And the Lord will use you mightily with these gifts. There are two things in the church that, that have been kept quiet and, and that people are really not believing in. One is a gift, and the other one is when God speaks to you through a dream or God gives you a dream or a vision. 
Hallelujah. Or gives you a revelation in a dream. Or gives you a revelation in a vision. A lot of people are taking these things for granted. God is always speaking to them through dreams or vision. And they take it for granted. They don't, they don't go back to the Lord in prayer and say, Lord, please give me the understanding of this dream. Or give me the revelation of this dream, Lord. Hallelujah. Or help me to understand what you're saying to me, Lord. Please reveal this to me, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. These are two things in the, in the, in the body of Christ that have been taken for granted by many, many, many people. Hallelujah. They don't understand that God speaks to man, like it says in Job, through dream and vision. Hallelujah. Just as he spoke to the prophet in the Old Testament, hallelujah, in the New Testament. Most of all the Bible, was, all the information we read, hallelujah, was given by God, by the Lord, through dreams and vision, brothers and sisters. You can search that out. Hallelujah. Uh, uh, we, we've seen Daniel, all, all the vision and, and, and dream he got, and how powerful they were for the last day. And every, every single word had come to pass. Had come to pass, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, and many, many other prophets. Most of all the revelation they got was to dream and vision. Hallelujah. They, they did not heard an audible voice like a people think. Hallelujah. They, they were shown something like Ezekiel, and he wrote what he saw. God gave them the understanding. In other occasions, yes, they heard God, but in other occasions, things were shown to him. Hallelujah. And so, Hallelujah, you, you, you see how he his describes everything and all that. In a lot of occasions, hallelujah, uh, uh, a vision came to them and things were shown. Revelation and the vision was given to them too, which is very powerful too. And, and they believed God. When, like, when God spoke to, Sol, to, to, to Solomon in a, in, a, in, a, in a dream, Solomon did not doubt God for a second. He, he believed God spoke to him. Hallelujah. And this is where faith is so important. Because if God gives you something and you don't believe, then you miss the blessing. You're going to miss the blessing. Hallelujah. Praise God. Because in order for you to serve God and please God, you have to believe Him. You have to believe His Word. You have to believe His revelation. Very important, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Don't take God for granted. And anything He gives you, don't take His dream for granted. Don't take His vision or His revelation. Hallelujah. If you're one of the person like me, that you will forget some, some, some important information, write them down. Just write them down. Hallelujah. And, 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 and so then go back and pray and say, Lord, are you, Lord, you gave me this last night. Hallelujah. I felt it was from you, Lord. Will you please? Hallelujah. And so when you get a, a, a something from the Lord, any, it could be anything. There's always a spirit-to-spirit confirmation that it's of him. Hallelujah. It's very, very different when you have a silly, a silly dream where you know it was not of the Lord. Then when you get something of God and then your spirit, you can discern it was from Him. Hallelujah. But you just don't have the, the, the understanding of it. But usually when God gives you a dream or a vision, He gives you the understanding. Hallelujah. It's not what you, it's not what you thought it was. Hallelujah. It's what God led you to believe it is. Always faith has to be involved when anything God gives you, brothers and sisters. Faith. Faith. You have to believe God. You have to believe what you've been given. Hallelujah. And, and, and research it. Go into the Bible. Hallelujah. Let, your, let the Word of God be the guide, the foundation 
of any vision and, and, and revelation and dream. Let the word be the foundation. Hallelujah. Because that, that will always lead you right. The Lord will always lead you through his word. He will confirm his word to you in whatever revelation he's giving you. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And then you can be a blessing to many. Many will come to the Lord to the revelation you're getting. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. I hear, I, I get testimony from people like that who, who have said to me, I came because of that dream or that vision or this and that. That's very powerful because people get saved. Hallelujah. And that's why God uses people. He gives thanks to people so other people will be blessed. It's not only for you because a lot of people say, I get them. It's for me. Well, not necessarily it's for you. That's why you need to put it out there. If the Lord is giving you something, you feel that the Lord wants to speak to people because he gives you the, 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 the understanding in your heart right away. You may not know exactly what he means for other people, but he wants you to go ahead and, hallelujah, you have, he has given this to you. Put it out there. Make a video and audio. Put it out there. Hallelujah. Because someone else is going to read it. The Lord is going to speak to this person. Hallelujah. I, I share with people, hallelujah, about this sister of mine, hallelujah, here where I live, that one day the Lord, the, the Lord just came over her, and she started speaking in Chinese. And so she has this neighbor that was a shiny that recently had moved around her, around, hallelujah, where she lived, a neighbor. And, and, and she said the wall was so thin that she can hear anything he was doing, and, he, and she can still hear him hammering the wall and putting pictures up and things like that. And that, that afternoon, she said, she was cooking, and, and all of a sudden the Lord came out and she started speaking in tongue, and then she noticed it was Chinese. Hallelujah, but she did not understand everything was, that was coming out of her mouth. Hallelujah, but her, her neighbor, hallelujah, were hearing every word, every single word. And the neighbor, the neighbor come to her and say, hallelujah, you know, uh, do you notice what you were saying, he said to her. He knocked on the door and, and, and came and talked to her and said, excuse me, but I heard every word you were saying, and, and I, I, I want to serve the Lord. I want to be a Christian. Hallelujah. I want to serve your God. Amen. Hallelujah. And he said, and she's like, what, what happened? What happened? And said, you, you was, you were speaking in my own language and you were telling me, uh, the Lord was telling me through you to receive him as a personal savior. Hallelujah. Because he wanted to save my soul. And he started telling me all these, all these things that only I, God and I would know. Hallelujah. And, and, and he, he gave his life to Jesus that day. Hallelujah. And she didn't know what was going on, but the Lord knew what was happening. Hallelujah. And so this is a mystery of God. God can do anything, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. And just that's what happened in the day of Pentecost. When they in the upper room were speaking in tongues and all that, when the Holy Spirit came upon those people, the people that were there heard them in their own language. Hallelujah. The communication with from the Lord was moving back and forward, and he was speaking to all kinds of people. Hallelujah. And, and the, Lord sa the Lord was saving these people. 3,000 people got saved that day. Hallelujah. In the old language. Hallelujah. And like this, this neighbor, pretty much he's, he spoke English. Hallelujah. But to hear the Lord in his own language, that was so powerful to him that he gave his life to the Lord. Hallelujah. Now the Lord could do this through any of us. If we are only willing to just let him use us at any moment, brothers and sisters, and believe him, 
when we walk in that faith and that belief that God can use you at any moment, at any time, he will do this. Don't matter. Nothing is impossible for him. He just wants a willing vessel. Hallelujah. Someone that will give it all to him and say, Lord, use me anytime you want to use me, Lord. Hallelujah. She was cooking that day, and the Lord came in and took over her, and he, she started speaking in tongues. Hallelujah. She felt that anointing over her and all that. That mighty presence, hallelujah. And, 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 and there, someone got saved. Hallelujah. And I heard this woman speaking Hebrew. She, don't, she didn't know, hallelujah. She didn't know Hebrew. The Lord was used in Hebrew and many other languages. She just kept on asking the Lord to use her in different, in different um, language. And the Lord will come up on her and she will speak all these languages. Hallelujah. Out of her spirit would just come out clear. Hallelujah. And, and like that Chinese man said, you spoke Chinese clear, perfect Chinese. Hallelujah. Real perfect. It was like, she said, right to the point. And, and, and he received the Lord that day. Hallelujah. And so, brothers and sisters, let's be a willing vessel in the hands of God. Let's just God use us for his glory. Hallelujah. And in this revival, these are the kind of things we're going to see. These are the kind of things because this is not pouring out of the Holy Spirit that is coming. Hallelujah. Much bigger than Pentecost. This revival. Much, much bigger than Pentecost. Much wider. Worldwide. Hallelujah. Whatever the, the name of Jesus has been preached, that's where this revival is going to come to. Those, hallelujah, that the fruits are ready. Remember the dream the Lord gave me? The fruits are ready around the world. Ready to be collected. Hallelujah. And so that, that's what and it's coming. It's coming. And this outpouring out the Holy Spirit, many people will hear the Lord in their own language. Hallelujah. There will be no translation of anything. They will hear the Lord in their own language through those willing vessels that believe God that are humbly waiting on the Lord to be used by God. Hallelujah. And the day is approaching fast. The Lord has said that this revival is soon to happen. Soon to happen is the word. Hallelujah. And so um, um, he's getting his people ready. And it's going to happen right before the rapture. That's why it's going to happen quick but powerful. You know, imagine after this revival, the earth is going to get an evidence of God. People from all kinds of business, from all kinds of life, will get a witness that God is real. Then the trumpet goes off, hallelujah, after all these people are saved, and then we go home. Now, all these people that had a witness of God, because miracle will be caught on video. Listen to this. The Lord has said this to me. Miracle will be caught on camera, on video. People will see miracle on video happening. Leg growing out, right on camera. Hand growing out, right on camera. Hallelujah. All kinds of miracles will happen on camera. People will know it's not a trick. It's not fake. Because multitude will be there worshiping God, thanking God for the miracle. Hallelujah. The real power of God, things that people want to see are coming. The question is, are you ready? Are you ready to be used by God? God, the Lord showed me he will use the humble. He will use the humble. Those that are, that are humble, then sell to him. Hallelujah. That will give him more glory. 
Hallelujah. Oh, glory. They will not take it for themselves. They will, they, they will not say this happened because I pray Allah. This happened because I fast Allah. Hallelujah. This happened because I have great faith. No. They will give all glory to Jesus. They, they, they will say this happened because of the mercy of Jesus. This happened for God's glory. This happened because Jesus wanted to do this. This happened because God loves you. Hallelujah. And gave his son for you. And all glory will go to the Lord. All glory will go to the Father. All glory will go to the Holy Spirit. All glory will go to God. Hallelujah. That's what God wants to hear from his people. Not that this happened because, oh, I dedicated all my life to the Lord. No, 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 no. No, no, no glory will go to men. If any man try to take glory on this, they're going to they're gonna miss the blessing. They're going to fail and leave them right away. The Lord is not willing to share his glory with men. He's not going to share his glory with men. Well, anyone down here, all glory will go to his son who went to the cross to die for each and one of us. My brothers and sisters, hallelujah. It don't matter how much we seek the Lord. It don't matter if we pray 14 hours a day. All glory must go to Yeshua, to Jesus, to the Messiah. Hallelujah. That's what God wants to hear. Nothing else. Hallelujah. Nothing else. Even if people come to you, hallelujah, and say, man, what God is, what God doing through you and all this, don't, don't, don't pump up yourself. Don't, don't fill your chest with air. Hallelujah. Just give him the glory. You say, Lord, oh, glory to you. Hallelujah. Just keep yourself humble before his presence. Because when, when, when something great God will do through you, something greater comes behind it. Hallelujah. Mighty miracle will come. Hallelujah. And it will happen boom, boom, boom in every different place around the world. Around the world. The Lord had already told us, told us in Pacific, from where this revival will start. We already know the nation from where the revival will start. And it's not the United States. Another nation, God, through this nation, God is going to bring this revival through. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And so I, I'm not going to say the name yet. Hallelujah. It's not important now. It will be important a little later. And I will, I will give out the name of the nation where God is going to start this revival because the Lord has said it this way it's going to be. And then it's going to go all around the world. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. The revival has not started yet. Some people want to say the revival has started. No. Hallelujah. When this revival starts, people will know. Hallelujah. People will not have a doubt. This is the revival. Hallelujah. Some people have said because how God is using that to a word in Africa said the revival has already started. No, that that is the movement of God that has started in, in hallelujah, there in Africa. That is a movement of God. God had done movement like that in the past before. Hallelujah. But this revival is something mightier than that. Hallelujah. Something mightier. The movement is much more powerful. And much many people just coming to the Lord. Much more healing happening. Boom, 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 boom. And it will be nonstop until the Lord finish his work. He's going to come and do a work. He's going to go ahead and finish the work. Hallelujah. And the trumpet is going to sound. I seen the trumpet in my father's hand. He had the trumpet. 
Hallelujah. And, and all he has to do is just give the order. Give the order for the trumpet to be sound. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And so we don't have much to go down here, brothers and sisters. Our time is very limited. Very, very limited down here. Hallelujah. And so we have we have to take it from what it is. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I said 28.5, and that day the Lord Almighty will be a glorious crown and a beautiful red on the red men of his people. I said 29.18, and that day the deaf will hear the word of, of the scroll out of the gloom, gloom in the darkness of the eyes will blind will see. Hallelujah. Mighty, mighty miracle. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. No, there will be no blind person in the millennium. No blind will be in the millennium. Everyone will see. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. That's going to be glorious. Thank you, Jesus. Isaiah 30, 23 says, He will also send rain for the seed you saw in the ground, and the food that comes from the land will be rich and plentiful. In the day your, your cattle will graze in the broad meadow. Hallelujah. Oh, God is so good. He has such a great plan for his people. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. In this millennium, we will rejoice for God, what God has in store for us, hallelujah, because he loves us. Isaiah 52, 6, therefore my people will know my name. Therefore, in, in that day, they will know that it is I who forestore it. Yes, it is I. Oh, that is so beautiful, hallelujah. It is him. It is Yeshua. In case you ask whom. It is him. It is him. He says it is I. It is him. All glory goes to him. Hallelujah. It is him that does it. Isaiah 60, 11. Your gate will always stand open. They will never be shut, day or night, so that my people will bring you the wealth of the nation, their king let in and triumphal possession. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. See, Yeshua has to do it. Jesus has to do it in order for us to be done. He knows in order for Israel to be saved, in order for Israel to be the nation of God that God wants Israel to be, Yeshua has to come and save them. Hallelujah. He has to come and protect them. All these nations, hallelujah, are talking about attacking Israel, coming against Israel. And, and yes, Russia, more powerful, China, Iran, bigger army. Hallelujah. But Israel had got the biggest God, the most powerful God. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. That's the difference. Jeremiah 38, in that day, declares the Lord Almighty, I will break the joke of their neck, and I will tear off their bonds. No longer will foreigner enslave them. Oh, that is so beautiful. Hallelujah. That is so beautiful. Yeshua will make sure. Hallelujah. It will make sure no more people will be enslaved. Hallelujah. No, neither by people nor by demon. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 33, 15. In those days, at that time, I will make the righteous branch sprout from David's line. He will do what is just and right in the land. Oh, my goodness. This is so wonderful. Hallelujah. It is for us to rejoice. It is for us to thank God. The plans of God are wonderful. For his people. Hallelujah. May the Lord show his millennium to his people. May the Lord give, 
his people a revelation of, of what he got planned for us. Jeremiah thirty nine seventeen. But I will rescue you on that day, declares the Lord. You will not be given into the hand of those you fear. No way, no way. Why? Because Yeshua is in Israel. Will be in Israel. Hallelujah. In no way his enemy will make them afraid anymore. Hallelujah. Just no way. No way, no way. Jeremiah 54. In those days, at that time, declares the Lord, the people of Israel and the people of Judah together will go in tear to seek the Lord their God. Oh, man, oh, man. They will be crying. They be, they're going to go to Israel, Jerusalem, where Jesus will be. And they will go in tears. They will be crying, weeping, just going to the house of the Lord. Just weeping because Yeshua is there. His presence is so powerful. I was there in the millennium. Yeshua was there. And it was a time of weeping. It was a time to cry of joy that God, hallelujah, is in his throne. Is there. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Jeremiah fifty twenty. In those days, at that time, declares the Lord, search will be made for Israel guilt, but there will be none for the sins of Judah. But none will be found, for I will forgive the remnant I spare, a hundred and forty-four thousand, twelve thousands out of every tribe. God will spare. Hallelujah. God will spare, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Out of the remnant of Israel. Praise you. That's what, is, that's what was revealed to Brother John in Revelation chapter 7. Yeah, Pastor John, hallelujah. Twelve thousands. Out of, every, out of every tribe will be spared, 144,000. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. What a glorious day that will be in that millennium, hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. But sorry to say it will start in the, by the end of the tribulation. Jesus will be, hallelujah, right, right, right before the end in Jerusalem. Hallelujah. So when the end comes, hallelujah, because he's going to protect them. He's got to be there. By the worst time of the tribulations to protect the Jewish people. Or Satan will try to kill them all. Because um, God has said to the prophets, he's going to put a hook on the Antichrist and bring them to the mountain with all his army and all his soldiers. And all of them, hallelujah, to try to erase Israel from the map. To try to kill them. Kill them. Oh, man, but little do they know. The Lord Jesus Christ will be there protecting his people. Hallelujah. The Jewish people, the Messiah will be there ready for the Antichrist and the whole earth that are coming against, hallelujah, the Jewish people. He will protect his little one for sure. He will protect them. Hallelujah. Ezekiel, uh, hallelujah, 26 says, On that day I swore to them that I would bring them out of Egypt into a land I have... Search out for them, a land flowing with milk and honey, the most beautiful land of all. Yes, Jerusalem will be beautiful. and never been beautiful. I believe in the days of Solomon was okay, but it will be beautiful. Hallelujah. Hosea 2.6. After two days, he will revive us. On the third day, he will restore us that we may live in his presence. On the third day... Israel will live in the presence of God. We will live in the presence of God. On the third day, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord.
we will finally live in the presence of God. Joel 2, 1, uh, 3, 1. In those days and at that time, when I restored the fortune of Judah and Jerusalem. Beautiful. Joel 3.18, And that day, the mountain will clip new wine. The hill will flow with milk. The ravine of Judah will rumble with water. And the fountain will flow out of the Lord's house. It will, it will water the valley of Acacia. Acacia will be, hallelujah, will have a lot of water. Right from Jerusalem. Right from the Lord. Boy, does he have beautiful plans. Hallelujah. He has beautiful plans. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amos 9-11. Now that day I will restore David, fallen shelter. I will repair a broken wall, and I will restore its ruins, and I will rebuild it as it used to be. When was this beautiful? In the times of Adam and Eve. Hallelujah. But it will be beautiful again. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Micah 4, 6, And that day declares the Lord, I will gather the lame, I will assemble the exile, and those days I have brought to grief, hallelujah. Micah 4, 7, I will make the lame my remnant. Those driven away, a strong nation, the Lord will rule over them on Mount Zion from that day and forever. When is the end? No, no, no end. Forever. Ever. I love it. I love that word forever. Hallelujah. I love the word forever. Hallelujah. No ending. No ending to what God has in store in his plan for his people, for, for the Jewish people, for the, for the 144,000 and for the bride of Christ, 2.5 billion people. Hallelujah. The Lord is planning to save in this revival. Praise Jesus. That's what the Lord has revealed to his servant. Hallelujah. And so that, that's going to be wonderful and beautiful. Hallelujah. Habakkuk 1.5. Look at the nation and watch and, the, and be utterly amazed. For I'm going to do something in your day that you will not believe, even if you were told. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Look, prophet, prophet, look. Look, you're not going to believe, prophet. <laughs> But I, uh, Habakkuk was the prophet that said the judge will walk by faith. Hallelujah. So he believed. He believed God. He he was not seeing it. Imagine, they lived in the time where, when Jerusalem was a mess. All destroyed. The enemy had come and destroyed everything. And it, Jerusalem was a mess. Israel was not a nation. And God gave them this promise. Hallelujah. Zechariah 2.11. Many nations will be joined with the Lord in that day. Hallelujah. And will come my people. Hallelujah. I will live among you, and you will know that the Lord Almighty has sent me to you. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. When I read this before, the Almighty, the Almighty, God Almighty, hallelujah. Praise Jesus will be there, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God is so good, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now, I got a few verses for the tribulation. Hallelujah. Don't let anyone deceive you in any way. Second Thessalonians 3, For the day will not come until the rebellion occurs, and the man of lawlessness is revealed, the man doomed to destruction. There's no, there's no way this Antichrist can avoid destruction. There is no way he can avoid destruction. He's going to be destroyed. In case anyone was asking, that's why I was telling people, don't worry about the Antichrist. 
Hallelujah. He's already out. The Lord has revealed us to who he is. But the, the sad part of the story is that there's a man for him. He, he's going to do all kinds of evil. He's going to deceive a lot of people, for sure. But there's, a, there's an end to his life. Distraction is coming for him. Hallelujah. Ezekiel 38, uh, uh, pray Jesus. I want to ask Sister Amy to go ahead and read me Ezekiel 38. Because there's so much there that talks about what God is, what the Lord is going to do in the tribulation. So I want to ask her to go ahead and read uh, Ezekiel, Ezekiel, Ezekiel 38. I'm sorry. Uh, Sister Amy, you there? Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God is so good. And take in mind, this, this is talking about the tribulation. Go ahead, Sister. Ezekiel 38? Yes. And this is out of the NIV. Okay. The word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, set your face against Gog of the land of Magog, the chief prince of Meshach and Tubal. Prophesy against him and say, This is what the Sovereign Lord says. I am against you, Gog, chief prince of Meshach and Tubal. I will turn you around and put hooks in your jaws and bring you out with your whole army, your horses, your horsemen fully armed, and a great horde with large and small shields, all of them brandishing their swords. Persia, Cush, and Put will put them all with the shields and helmets, also Gomer with all of its troops, and Beth Torgama from the far north with all of its troops, and the many nations with you. Get ready and be prepared, you and all the hordes gathered about you, and take command of them. After many days, you will be called to arms. In the future years, you will invade a land that has recovered from war, whose people were gathered from many nations to the mountains of Israel, which had long been desolate. They had been brought out from the nations, and now all of them live in safety. You and all of your troops and the many nations with you will go up, advancing like a storm, and you will be like a cloud covering the land. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. On that day you will come into your mind and you will devise an evil scheme. You will say, I will invade a land of unwalled villages. I will attack a peaceful and unsuspecting people, all of them living without walls, without gates, and bars. I will plunder and loot and turn my hand against the resettled ruins and the people gathered from the nations, rich in all livestock and goods, living at the center of the land, Sheba and Dedan, and the merchants of Tarshish and her villages will say to you, Have you come to plunder? Have you come, gathered your hordes to loot, to carry off silver and gold, and to take away livestock and goods, and to seize much plunder? Therefore, son of man, prophesy and say to Gog, This is what the Sovereign Lord says. In that day, when my people Israel are living in safety, you will not take notice of it. You will come from your place in from the far north, and you and many nations with you, all of them riding on horses, a great horde, a mighty army, 
You will advance against my people, Israel, like a cloud that covers the land. In days to come, Gog, I will bring you against my land, so that the nations may know that know me when I am proved holy through you before their eyes. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. You are the one I spoke of in the former days by my servants, the prophets of Israel. At that time they prophesied for years that I would bring you against them. This is what will happen in that day when Gog attacks the land of Israel. My hot anger will be aroused, declares the Sovereign Lord. In my zeal and in my fiery wrath I declare that at that time there shall be a great earthquake in the land of Israel. The fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and the beasts in the field, every creature that moves along the ground, all the people on the face of the earth will tremble at my presence. The mountains shall be overturned and the cliffs will crumble, and every wall will fall to the ground. I will summon a sword against Gog. All of my mountains declares the Sovereign Lord. Every man's sword will be against his brother. I will execute judgment on him with plague and with bloodshed, and I will pour down my torrents of rain, hailstones, and burning sulfur on them and on his troops and on many nations with him. And so I will show my greatness and my holiness, and I will make myself known in the sight of many nations. Then they will know that I am the Lord. Amen. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, the part that I like about, about Ezekiel 38 is verse 4, where the Lord said, I would, I, would, I would turn you around, put a hook on your jaw, and bring you out. I love it because it sounds like God likes to fish, likes to go fishing, and he's going to go and fish this man, the Antichrist, hallelujah, to bring him to the land, hallelujah. And, he, you know, they, they, they're they thinking, well, we're going to go ahead and, and come against Israel and do this and do that, hallelujah. But our Father in heaven will be fishing soon in that tribulation. And he's going to bring them there. That fish is not going to get away. I like the part of the, of the hook because, you know, I like, I like to buy hooks because I, I love to go fishing. So you gotta have the right hook to to get the right fish. Some some hook are not right for all fish. A lot of people think so, but not. You gotta have the right hook. So I know my father has the right hook. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. The right hook to get the Antichrist, and he is gonna get him. You know, I, when you're reading in Daniel, you know the hook. It, they don't. Hallelujah. It says a hook, but it's a way of God getting him. He's gonna try to go. In, he's gonna go get the gold of Egypt. There's a lot of gold in Egypt, and I don't know if, if people are seeing old movie of, of that a Catholic temple in Egypt, who the inside is completely made of gold, and so this Antichrist knows how much gold is in Egypt. There, there are entire Catholic churches in Egypt. Hallelujah! I don't know if how many of you have seen this video. Maybe some of you will, can look it up. Entire buildings, the wall and everything, made of pure gold. Okay? Why would they need all this gold in Egypt? You know, and, and when I saw these churches and all that, they didn't make no sense to me back then. But when I read in, in Daniel that people going to go for the gold in Egypt, 
immediately it hit me. Like, oh, man, now I understand that, that movie that I saw out of Egypt that had all, that, all this gold that they did. did um can't remember what it was, but it was uh, uh, the, the, the commentary. It was talking about that, that the gold, the churches of gold in Egypt that the Catholic Church has, that back then they made it pure gold. Hallelujah. And they're just sitting there, all that gold sitting there. And so this Antichrist knows all that gold is in Egypt. And he's going to go for it. He's going to go get it. Hallelujah. He's going to go get it for his richness. So I think gold and, and oil and, all, and things like that are, are the hook God is talking about. I think those are the things he's going to go for. Hallelujah. Because he wants them. He wants these things. Okay? Riches. He wants riches. He wants power. Okay? And so there's been said that, that once the Middle East oil runs out, there's oil in Israel. There's gas in Israel. So the, these scientists especially are already talking about the oil in the Middle East running out. They're already talking about all this stuff. Hallelujah. And we've seen that, that pipeline that is being made here in the United States to bring oil from up Canada and different places. Hallelujah. And so oil is going to run out. They've been set. And so oil is, is going to be more valuable than anything else because... We still dry car with oil. And so these people, government mentality is we got to have enough oil. we got to have enough oil. So somehow they, they will want to get what Astro has for sure. And they, they, they don't want to just get it for free. I mean, they don't want to go and pay for it. They want to get it for free. Hallelujah. They just want to get it for free, just as it happened in Iraq. Hallelujah. They say they have WMD, uh, nuclear weapon, nuclear devices, and they are none. Not it was all for the oil, Sally to say, Hallelujah, and all that is going to just continue to happen, Hallelujah. The greed of man is it's beyond beyond understanding, Hallelujah. May God have mercy, Hallelujah. So in that tribulation, it, it, they they forget that it's only seven years. That, that someone was taken to hell and, and saw the demon running back and forth, and the understanding the Lord gave them was they know that time is short. They. They they know they only got a few years, seven years. This Trump is about to sound. And so the devil and the demon, they're scared. They're scared because God's word is going is to come to pass 100%. Read it in Daniel seven-year tribulation. It's going to come to pass 100%. There is no way God's word cannot come to pass. Heaven and earth will pass, but not his word. Hallelujah. Not his word. Before his word... Hallelujah, can fail God, heaven and earth will be destroyed, practically. That's what God is saying. It will pass. It will not be anymore. So his word has to come to pass. So these demons who were with God billions a year, they know God never lied. They know God, ever, everything he did was 100%. Everything he said came to pass 100%. They know that. Satan knows that. So that's why they tremble. They're full of fear. Because they, they're saying to each other, Oh, my goodness. Soon as the trumpet sound, oh, we only have seven years. We better do what we're going to do because that's it for us. That's it for them. That's, that, that's it. Seven years. And all these people that got, that got, got, got planned for 25 years ahead, 20 years ahead, oh, it's all silly. It's all nonsense. It's all nonsense. People that got planned for 10 years, for 15 years, for 20 years, for 50 years, 
Oh, they can scratch those pages and burn them. They can scratch those plants and burn them. They're not going to see those years. Hallelujah. Imagine that. Demons are lying to people that they have all these years, and demons don't believe their own lie. They don't believe their own lie. They're just lying to humans. But they themselves don't believe their own light, lies. Because then themselves, they talk about the little time they got left. Seven years. Sooner the trumpet sound, that's it. That's it for them. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. They're going to hell. They're going to be thrown in hell. There's no way out for them. There's no way they can fight the Lord. There's just no way possible. So they know they're going to hell. They know they're going to be thrown in hell. Hallelujah. And this time when they're thrown in hell, they're going to be tormented. They're not going to torment anyone. They themselves are going to be tormented. Just look at it. The four prophets and the Antichrist are going to be thrown alive in the lake of fire. The first two. The first two partner. Hallelujah. They're going to be thrown alive in the lake of fire, says Revelation. So the Lord is not going to allow them to have any, any scratch on them or anything during the tribulation. They, they must be well. You know, you hear the Antichrist, he's going, to be, he's going to get a deadly wound, but he's going to come back and, you know, and be healed. He's going to be healed. Okay? Why would God want him to be healed? Well, he needs to be thrown alive in the lake of fire. He needs to feel that fire for what God says it is. The word of God has to come to pass. God's word cannot fail. It has to come to pass. They have to feel the fire. They have to feel what God has said and what happened to them. They go into the lake of fire and there's no way back. There's no way out. Hallelujah. For all eternity. No end to the suffering. No end. You know, they're laughing at human beings now, how much they're tormenting them, how much they're making uh, a human being here, their life so miserable. Because they, they, what they're doing to people is now, they're making people's life miserable. They, they, they got their own demon coming against humans. They have human married with demons. And so these demons that are married with humans, oh, they're making their life, oh, man, so miserable. They just want them to curse God and kill themselves. Or, or make any silly move. So they pressure them every day. That's why they want to come in the chat room and insult us, come against us and all that. Why? Because they want to make our life miserable. Because the more miserable they make our life, more chances of people killing themselves and making some real bad decision. Hallelujah. But my brothers and sisters, we are not in darkness anymore. We're not in darkness anymore. We are, in, we are children of the day, not of the night. We are in the light of Yeshua. We can see what's going on. Hallelujah. We can see through this light of Yeshua what's going on in the world. The spirit of the Antichrist that is driving people nuts down here. The work of Satan, the spirit of the Antichrist, is driving people crazy. You hear all these things in the news that are happening, shooting Things in different states, in different countries. People are going nuts. These demons are driving people nuts over here. And it has to be so. Why is that, brother? Because we have to be tested. When Adam and Eve make the choice to eat from that fruit, they get, they, they hallelujah, now every, every seed of, uh, uh, hallelujah, 
Because God said in Genesis 2.15 that the seed of the serpent will be against the seed of, uh, of the woman. So now they're against us. We are against them. Hallelujah. But the, the only thing is that many Christians don't know the word of God. They read it, but they don't understand it. They don't understand about the seed of the serpent. Hallelujah. The earth is, is the earth is full of the seed of the serpent, and people are, 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 are praying over demon, are laying hand on demon. Hallelujah! People are praying over demon; they're laying hand on demon. So, Lord, reminded me yesterday: you, you don't you don't pray over demon, you don't pray for demon, and you don't pray over them neither. Hallelujah! Pray Jesus, Hallelujah! Because they, the demons, what they do is they want to come to you and tell you what a great need they have for you to pray for them. Now, if you don't go to the Lord and say, Lord, can I pray for this person? Hello, You may not know he's a demon or, or she is a demon, but we're supposed to go to the Lord and ask the Lord, Lord, can I pray for this person? Hallelujah. In my case, he will tell me he's a demon. In your case, he just may say no. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. But if you if you have that, that that communication with the Lord, where he tells you as a demon, listen to the Lord. Listen to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will never guide you wrong. The Lord Jesus Christ will never guide you wrong. You will never get a misleading from God. Hallelujah. We might hear him wrong sometime. You'll never get a misleading from the Lord. The Holy Spirit will never mislead you. He will always tell you the truth. He will guide you to all truth. He will, he will, the one thing about the Holy Spirit, He will tell you things of what they are. You ask Him about something, you say, Holy Spirit, is this a demon? If it is, the Holy Spirit will say, yes, it is. Hallelujah. He will speak it to you clear. He will tell you, yes, it is. Yeah. Hallelujah. Because He's in charge of the bride of Christ. He's in charge of leading us to all truth. So he don't, he don't want you all confused and all wondering and, and guessing. And, and No. No. Hallelujah. And so the problem you got with people, this is why in this revival it is so important that the Lord is coming down to guide us and lead us, and we'll be, we're going to be so close with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. In this revival, you're going to hear him. Many people will see the Lord. Listen to this. In this revival... Many people will see the Lord Jesus. A lot of majority of people, like now, some people are already starting to hear the Lord's voice. Hallelujah. If he speaks to you through a dream or however he speaks to you, to your heart, to your mind, however he speaks to your life, make sure you, you pray to the Lord that he speaks to you clear. If it's necessary every day, just please ask the Lord to speak to you clear, to guide you clear. So when the devil sends someone to try to trick you, hallelujah, because you, you're flowing in the spirit, you're the anointing is flowing in you mightily, you don't go ahead and lay hand on the demon. Don't do such a thing, hallelujah. Make sure you ask the Lord, hallelujah, because then you can be attacked. And that's not what the Lord wants for us, hallelujah. So we got to make sure in every single thing we do, we ask the Lord. We say, Lord, hallelujah, can I pray for this person? Hallelujah. And he will tell you. He will tell you if you can. Hallelujah. Immediately. On the spot, he will tell you. Yes, you can or no, you can. And if you're asking the Lord, you're not getting an answer, don't do it. 
Don't do it. Hello, if you're not getting an answer right away, don't do it. Only when he lets you know, yes, you can do it, you do it. If you don't hear from him, you don't go ahead and do it. Hallelujah. Just always depend on the Lord for every little thing you do. He always gets the glory, and you always will be fine. Satan will not trick you. But the problem is Satan is sending his demon out there, tricking people. Oh, they're putting it in the church to preach. They're giving them the altar to preach. And these demons are bringing confusion into the Lord's church. Hallelujah. And people are hearing this message. All kinds of contradiction. Oh, don't worry about this revival. It happened in years. And so people sit there and they're listening to this. Hallelujah. And, and praise the Lord, they get all confused. They're like, oh, man, how's, oh, no. And they start telling people, don't do this, don't do that, don't, you know. And don't pray, God knows your heart. Oh, my goodness. And just misleading people. Misleading, just misleading people. Oh, don't, don't, don't worry about fasting. That's, that's for the old days. We're on the grace. You see, people in, in, in the Old Testament, they fasted. But in this New Testament, you don't need to fast. Baloney, lies, my brothers and sisters. Lie to the enemy. Of course you need to fast. The Lord calls all of us to fast. Hallelujah. To fast from food and many other things. Hallelujah. We are called to be separated for him out of the world. He has chosen us and has separated us. Like he said with his disciple. Hallelujah. But they'll know these teachers of the enemy are telling people not to fast. And people are listening to them. They're just listening. They're not doing it. Hallelujah. And so some of them, I remember some of them, oh, you, you, you get up, you thank God for the days, and you go on with your days. No time to pray. No more. Like all, all, all those things have passed away. No, no way. We need to pray. Jesus prayed to the Father. Most of Jesus' ministry, he prayed. Disciples were looking for him any time where they, he could not be found. Where was he? Praying to the Father. So why did he pray so much and we don't need to pray? Why did he, why did he give us an example to pray? Why, why in Gethsemane, when the disciple fell asleep, he came back to find them asleep. He said, Peter, you cannot pray for me at least one hour, said to them. One hour. He, all, all he asked them was to pray one hour with them. In one hour of prayer, in the morning and at night is powerful. Just do it. So you see, see how your relationship with God will grow so much. Brothers and sisters, hallelujah. An hour of prayer in the morning, an hour of prayer at night, hallelujah, that will help you so much with the Lord. But that, don't, don't just pray one hour. Pray as much as the Lord leads you to pray. Let him lead your prayer life. Don't tell the Lord, I can never do that. I can never tell the Lord how much I want to pray. Because he'll, he'll, he'll make me pray more. And, hallelujah. He's the one leading me in prayer. Hallelujah. And sometimes I, I feel like I want to end the prayer. I feel tired. He wants me to pray more. And I just go ahead and do it in obedience. It's not easy. Sometimes my jaw, my mouth, feel tired in prayer. And I feel sometimes that I cannot even move it. I, sometimes I just want to ask him to give me strength. And help for me to pray, because I'm just so tired. And he still wants me to pray. And he'll give me the strength. He'll give me the strength. In one second, many times, he takes all my tiredness from my mouth away. Boom, gone. Hallelujah. But it's, it's he, he has to lead us. 
he has to lead us. Hallelujah. I, I got a, a call today from my doctor, hallelujah, that before my liver was healed completely, he uh, she, she did a, a blood test on me, hallelujah, and find out that my liver, my liver was very damaged. Hallelujah. And so, praise Jesus, hallelujah. She called me today. She didn't know I got a brand new he- liver. So I- I'm going to go ahead and do a blood test, and I want to hear what she has to say about my liver because she's not going to find anything wrong with it. I know, hallelujah. But a new liver, no way. Hallelujah. God is so good. That's why he says obedient is so important with God. Obedient. Because he's calling us to listen to him, to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit, to stay in prayer, to stay keep, to keep his word, and so much more. And all that is obedient to him. Hallelujah. To stay in his word, all that is obedient with the Lord. Obedient is, is such a great blessing with God. But it, it takes pain to be obedient. It takes suffering to be obedient. It, it it takes you denying yourself, denying what you like, especially when he tells you not to eat certain things. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. He'll tell you he don't want you eating certain things. So mm-hmm. what do you say? Well, i got to look it up in the Bible because I don't think that's biblical. How can the Lord be telling me not for me not to eat that? I better look it up in the Bible. So where did Daniel learn that he should stay away from the meat of the king in Daniel chapter 1, and he, that he should not eat me, mm-hmm. okay, and, and just eat vegetable uh, eat and, and drink water. Where did the, Daniel got this teaching? Because if you go back to the Old Testament and Leviticus and all that, the priests ate meat. Okay? They ate meat. So Daniel is going to have to prove to me now where did he got this teaching, because this is a new teaching. Let me tell you what happened with Daniel. Daniel was being led by the Lord. Amen. Okay? And Daniel was just obedient to the Lord leading. Okay? Praise Jesus all the way. And so if you want to look it up prior to Daniel, hallelujah, you're not going to find it. You're not going to find it. But, okay, if you're going to say that Daniel was a full prophet, then you're wrong. Then you're wrong. Because Daniel was a true prophet. Hallelujah, the Lord. And all his word had come to pass too. All his prophecy came to pass. And when he was taken before the king, he was the smarter man among all of them all. Because when we, they were looking for a man like Daniel, smarter among all those smarter men there, all the men than him, they could not find a man, hallelujah, they had the understanding of Daniel. They had the wisdom of Daniel. So the, the 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 proof was in the pudding, like some people say. But the, it, God showed through Daniel, Hallelujah, that it's not it's not what people say; it's what God says. And if He tells you, I don't want you eating certain things, well, go back to Daniel chapter chapter one, and look what He told Daniel. If He tells you not to eat meat, go back what He told Daniel. He said, but this made no sense because the priest ate me. Well, it's not going to make no sense. God just wants you to be obedient. My, my, my brother, my sister, that's it. Be obedient to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Don't sit there and argue with him. He knows what's best for you. You don't know what's best for you. 
Hallelujah. You may think you know, but if man knew what was best for them, which was to go to heaven, how can they get there if the Lord will not bring them there? Hallelujah. He has to do everything for us. Hallelujah. He told his disciple, John 15, 5, Without me, there's nothing you can do. Without Jesus, they cannot go to heaven. Without Jesus, they cannot serve God. Without Jesus, they cannot please the Father. Without Jesus, the Father will not receive them. Without Jesus, they're not receiving in heaven. Without Jesus, they're not welcome in heaven. Without Jesus, they're not known in heaven. Without Jesus, they don't have a place to go in heaven. Without Jesus, what's happening? He's of all. That's why he's all in all, the Bible says. Hallelujah. Because he has to be in us for us to be something. So then we have to be obedient to him. Hallelujah. And this is what many people, our sister says to me, Brother Elby, a couple years ago, uh, the Lord spoke to me about not eating me. But she she thought it made no sense to her. So she just ignored what the Lord had said to her and just kept on eating me. But two years after she found out, hallelujah, that that that's not what the Lord wanted her to do. The Lord wanted her to listen to him, take his word serious, and not eat me. Hallelujah. Then this holy man of God tells me a couple of days ago that the reason, hallelujah, the Lord has had separated certain people and had told them not to eat meat because they are a priest unto him, and he, the Lord told him he don't want his priest eating meat. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, man, I never heard it that way. He said, oh, yes, Brother Elby. The Lord, he says, the Lord had told this to me many years ago for me not to eat meat. And I just listened to him, obey him. He told me why, that his priests, New Testament priests, he has separated them. He don't want them to eat meat. Hallelujah. And, you know, he said, that's the thing the Lord has, has, has shared with me and revealed to me. Hallelujah. And I said, wow. I know he has said the same thing to me. You know, and I, I made the mistake of, uh, a few times to go back and eat meat. And you know what? When I wasn't eating meat, all the months not eating meat, the anointing and presence of the Lord is so real. I, I was telling my wife, you know, when, when I don't need meat, and I just listen to the Lord, and, I, and I'm in obedience, I don't have much problem with my flesh. I can fast, and I don't feel painful. I, I don't even get sick. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. I feel so good. My body feels so cleansed, and I feel the power and the anointing of the Lord all over me all the time. When I'm in obedience, not eating meat, just keeping myself for Him, he had told me, do, you, I don't want you eating meat. I don't want you eating chocolate. I don't want you uh, drinking honey and many other things. He just don't want me doing these things. And you know what? In my obedience to him, I noticed that his presence is much real in my life. His anointing is much real in my life. The fire, much real in my life. And it remains all day long. Not that when I used to eat meat, the anointing was there for a few well, I could walk for a few hours in the anointing, but then somehow it just left me. It just used to leave me. But now, in the obedience, I feel that the power, the presence is there more all the time. Hallelujah. And so, what is the blessing that you get from listening to the Lord? His presence, His anointing, His power. And then He keeps you protected all the time from the enemy. That's, that, that is another victory there, too, that He does in your life. And then... If you get sick somehow because you're not eating meat, he heals you. 
How do you like that? You pray for him to heal you, and he'll go ahead and just boom, he heals you. Like I asked him for a new liver. He said, yes, right now. And in that instant, he said, I'm giving it to you now. Boom. And I felt it. My skin color changed. Everything in me changed. I was so yellow with my liver problem. Now my, 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 my brownish color came back. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And, and you know for how many years I didn't have this natural color because I had a problem with my liver. Hallelujah. My father died of a liver problem at uh, 42. He was only 42 years old when he died. It's a liver problem. Hallelujah. But it was something inherited in the family. Hallelujah. But now I don't have the problem because my life just started almost at 42. Hallelujah. It just started again. My clock started it over again. Hallelujah. The Lord is so good. Hallelujah. Because when I told people about Naidi Me, some people wrote to me and said, you know, you're going to create all kinds of problems in your health, Elvie, if you, if you stay away from me. You're going to get this. This may happen to you. That may happen to you. Hallelujah. But the only part they've forgotten is that the Lord can do a miracle in my life. And it's a miracle for being obedient. Obedient is always better than sacrifice. Hallelujah. But we, you know, we say, no, because i got to take care of my health. I, I got this, I got that. You know, I have, uh, I have uh, a blood sugar problem, high blood, pre- uh, high, high blood sugar problem. The Lord healed me from that. Uh, my doctor detected diabetes in me. Hallelujah, that comes from my mother line. I pray that the Lord will, will break those curses in me. Hallelujah, check me again, check my blood. Nothing, check me again all over, nothing, could not find anything. I said, well, I guess you don't have the problem anymore. Gone, gone. Lord, heal me. You know, and any any little problem that had come against my health, it went boom, boom, boom. The Lord just been healing me completely, a hundred percent. And for the testimony of man, I still I still had gone back to the doctor and checked me for blood pressure, high blood pressure. Nothing, nothing there. It's normal. Hallelujah. And I bring the test home again, and and I just rejoice in the Lord. And I thank the Lord for what He's doing. And he can do the same thing with you. Oh, the Lord is asking us to believe him. Not man, but him. Hallelujah. Because I know some people have spent their whole life going to doctors, depending on them and all that. Nothing wrong with that. Hallelujah. But you have a greater doctor, and it's Jesus Christ. And if he calls you to be obedient and depend on him, just do so. Just do so, my brothers and sisters. You're going to find out when you're in the millennium that no one is sick. Everyone is completely healed. Now, when people sin, now they, 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 they age, they get sick. Then you find out that sickness comes, hallelujah, by, by, by sin. Sin is the open door for sickness. So when we receive these sickness in our body now, they come through, through a sin, disobedience, generational curses. Hallelujah. And, but we can break this in Jesus' name. We can ask the Lord to break those stuff and just pray to Him and ask Him and, and, hallelujah, and claim the Word of God to us. And He'll do so. Because He's faithful. He's faithful God. His Word is not going to fail on us. His Word is true and it always come to pass. What do you say about that, Sister Amy? Amen, Brother Elvie. God's faithful. And His Word is true. And you just got to... Stick with the Word of God, and if you love the Lord, um, you're going to be obedient to Him. Amen? Amen. And He's He's asking us to be obedient now more than ever. 
his 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 time to come for his people is approaching. And this last revelation of Jesus, I didn't finish telling people. He was dressed to come and get his bride. He looked he looked ready. Very serious. Very, very serious. He was. Because he started uh talking to me and, and I didn't see a smile on his face. He was very serious, focused on what he needs to do to to bring this revival and bring the bride home. And that was it. That was it. I, I never seen the Lord so serious like this. He's very serious, very focused on what the Father wants him to do. And he's going to go ahead and do what the Father wants him to do because he knows the Father's heart. We are in the Father's heart right now. Hallelujah. The Father wants his children home. Amen. So he's going to go ahead and do this revival and save all the soul. And then, hallelujah, he's bringing us home to meet the Father. Wait until you meet your Father. Hallelujah. Wait, wait until you meet him. You will know that everything you have gone through was worth it. Just to have a glance of him, of his love and kindness. Hallelujah. For you and I. When the Father expresses his love for you, you're going to be like, wow, Father. Your love is overwhelming. And when he tells you, look what I have for you, my daughter, my son. There are things that, I, that I've been revealed to that I haven't shared of what the Father has in store for us. Hallelujah. But wait until you get there. Wait until you get to heaven. Don't miss the rapture for anything. You know, don't say, oh, it's taking too long. Um, I said, you know, go ahead, do my own thing. No, trust Jesus. Trust Jesus. God will never fail you. His word is true. Hallelujah. The only thing is, he still wants to save more people. The Father has given him an agenda, a list of the people for him to save. And he, the Father wants him to lose one. Uh, then he has given him. And he's not going to. He's not going to. That's why this revival is so important. Because I remember the Lord showed me there's too many people backsliding that I want to bring them back. And he's going to do so through this revival. He's going to bring those people back because he loves them. They're backsliding, but they're his people. They're his children. And what father will not go to, 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 to the limit for their kids? Hallelujah. Will not go the extra, smile, the extra mile for their sons and daughters? What parent will not do that? Some parents have gotten three jobs, four jobs for their children, working themselves so much just to, full, to put food on the table for them. So just that they can go to school, hallelujah, and be and be well. They're willing to do anything. I see mothers with four jobs for the children. Sometimes single mother has to do that, pay, pay in babysitter just to take care of the children, and they do it with all kinds of love. They don't they don't even think about the work they're doing, how they're working themselves out to to death. Hallelujah. Because they they practically don't have time to eat much. Everything they do is under hurry. The nervousness, the nervous system, it's all a mess. Hallelujah. Pray Jesus, Hallelujah. But him that trusts in the Lord will have new strength. Hallelujah. He will help you, no matter what what you have to do to put food on the, on the table for your children. The Lord will help you. He will give you the strength. He will give you the knowledge. He will open the door. He will help you. 
how we have to serve him. Serving him is just so important. It's the most important thing in your life. Your relationship with him is more important than anything else. But sometimes we don't see that, hallelujah. We just don't see that. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. And so um, now the Lord is, is, the Lord now is working, hallelujah, with people to try to focus them on him because they're working so much for the system. They're working themselves up to bed, hallelujah. And, and they, they, they say, I don't have time to go to church. I don't have time to pray. I don't have time to seek God. And then God raises program like the Lord Tower to reach out to people and touch the heart and get them back with him in relationship with him. That's what God is calling you for, in relationship with him. I want to thank each and one of you for coming here tonight. If the Lord has spoken to you, get on your knees and pray or sit and pray. However you want to pray, but pray to the Lord and say, Lord, help me. It's hard. Lord, it's hard. Help me, Lord. And he will carry you all the way through. I know he's carrying me, and I'm very heavy. I pay, I, I, I'm heavy. I'm 255 pounds, and he's carrying me. And for sure, he will carry you because most of you are lighter than me. Hallelujah. Doesn't matter how much you weigh, he will carry you. Hallelujah. Trust in Jesus and pray that he will carry you in his arm. He's carrying me. Hallelujah. I'm a troublemaker, but he's carrying me. He's having mercy on my soul. Hallelujah. His goodness. Hallelujah. And do whatever. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you. Shalom, shalom. Thank you, Sister Amy, for coming on the Lord's Tower. You want to say a few words before we go, Sister Amy? God bless you, brothers and sisters. Have a good night. Yes, Goodbye, sir. Brother Ellie. Thank you, Sister Amy. Thank you for being here. Shalom. Uh-huh. Shalom to Jessica and everyone at home, okay? Okay, thank you, brother. Shalom.